0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas Where the Snow Comes First.
1: 933 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
2: Today is Friday, January 17th. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. An investigation is underway after authorities found a woman's decomposing body in a basement of a Philadelphia home on Thursday night. The Philadelphia Sheriff's Office was serving a robbery warrant with Philadelphia Police Department's Special Victims Unit at the home in the 2100 block of Porter Street when they made the gruesome discovery. Investigators found the decomposing body of a woman partially dismembered in a plastic tub in the basement. After uh, the people inside of the home were arrested, police went into the basement and found what appears to be a female body decomposed and partially dismembered. All five people that were inside the home are now in police custody. No charges have been filed yet. Police say they are investigating this as a possible case of human trafficking. They are looking for a oh. missing female who is approximately 18. Years old. Uh, the victim has not yet been identified.
4: I was watching a documentary about the uh, the cartels and and uh, trafficking, human trafficking and human trafficking that they're involved in around the the country. That's a real cash issue for them. They make loads of money off this. It's so
3: scary. And I was just talking to a woman the other day about this um, and the problem here, like right here in Philadelphia, and it's that a lot huge. of people. Don't know. There's actually a human trafficking task force and there's um, a safe house. I forget the um, the name of the of the nonprofit, but they'll they'll um, uh, anonymously house women who have been in uh, involved in human trafficking for a full year to help them kind of recover and then get back out. Um, But they keep their identity anonymous. You know, people don't know that they're there. And the actual houses, the nonprofit is, uh, you know, has an office, but the actual houses are secret where they're located. Uh, Is it
0: the covenant house, Kathy? It's
3: not. I think it's a woman's name. I want to say it's called Dawn's Place, maybe, or Dawn's House, something like that. Yeah. Philadelphia police have announced charges against a 17-year-old for the murders of both his foster mother and a man found dead inside a duffel bag. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, So it's a very uh, convoluted story. It's a long one. Uh, Xavier Johnson was charged with murder in the stabbing death of 64-year-old Renee Gilliard and the killing of 20-year-old Jimmy Mayo, whose remains were found in the duffel bag. Robbery appears to be the motive in both cases, police say. Philadelphia police homicide captain Jason Smith said both victims were brutally tortured and murdered by Johnson. Police said Gilliard was discovered in a bathtub inside her germantown home she suffered multiple stab and defensive wounds Gilliard is the mother of a philadelphia police officer police found the contents of her purse dumped out in the house and her suv was gone just after 11 a.m Gilliard's suv was recovered by police after a crash into a truck and caught fire in the 4300 block of sanson street in west philadelphia johnson was charged with murder theft tampering with evidence fleeing or eluding a police officer and other charges in connection with Gilliard's death johnson is also charged with the death of 20 year old jimmy mayo police said that Johnson was previously placed in the same foster home as Mayo. Mayo of the 5800 block of Angora Terrace was last seen on December 29th. Police say that Mayo's family had been receiving ransom texts since his disappearance. Mayo's remains were found Wednesday night in a back alley uh, in southwest Philadelphia. It's not clear if Mayo, or when Mayo was killed. Mayo's body authorities say uh, suffered a blunt force trauma to the face and neck. Johnson is charged with murder, robbery, abuse of a corpse, tampering with evidence, and other crimes in connection with Mayo's death. Police said Johnson and has five previous arrests. Uh, now, there's a, a third person, <clears throat> excuse me, a third kid that's involved in this 17-year-old Jacob Merrick Richburg of the 1800 block of Vineyard Street, who police say is an acquaintance of Mayo, has also been reported missing. It's not clear if Johnson is connected with Merrick Richburg's disappearance. Anyone with information obviously is asked to contact police. A Pennsylvania bill is, uh, I'm sorry, a Pennsylvania bill to ban handheld cell phone use while driving is one step closer to becoming a state law, but a last minute change to the bill is causing a lot of controversy. So many agree that the House Bill 37 is a step in the right direction, but there is a concern The legislation won't be effective or enforceable because of an amendment made to the bill just before it passed the House this week. There's no question our cell phones can be dangerous, even deadly distraction while driving. It kills an average of nine people and injures over a thousand people in America every day. House Bill 37 was designed to discourage cell phone use, making it illegal for drivers to talk on handheld phones. But the bill was amended just before it passed the Pennsylvania House Wednesday, and now some are questioning how effective it will be. The amendment makes talking on a handheld cell phone while driving a secondary offense for drivers 18 and over. That means police can only cite an adult driver for a violation if they're stopped for something else. Now, that amendment also makes the state's eight-year-old texting while driving ban a non-stoppable offense, too. So it kind uh. of switches that out.
2: Oh, wow. But
3: yeah. Officials at AAA say they are disappointed but they uh, disappointed about the change, but they still support the bill. They say it's a step in the right direction. Is
4: anyone confused about how this has gone over the years? I, I thought it was illegal. I thought you could be pulled over if you were seen. Not
3: in Pennsylvania. On, okay. on what
4: state. I think New Jersey you definitely can. All yeah. right. Yeah, uh, Jersey because-
3: is, but, but Pennsylvania is not.
4: and i remember a couple years ago we were talking about they're even trying to outlaw talking through a bluetooth setup and all that they thought that was a distraction that yeah, went nowhere know, really. well and i
3: think like i still
4: see i see people constantly texting texting yep. and talking holding the phone yeah.
3: um so i like in concha there are signs that say um you can be pulled over for for talking on your cell phone. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So I think that mm. like, can you just do it within your municipality? Like, can I don't they know. That's make That's my question.
4: Yeah. yeah. I. I, I well, yeah, but here we go. I yeah. guess this would make it a mandatory statewide. Yeah, so,
3: but it, but it would be a secondary offense, so, like, you'd have to... You get pulled
4: over because you, you ran a red light, and then they see that you're... Right?
3: And then you can get sighted As for if
4: you're phone. not going to put down the damn... Yeah. Right. Let me put my scotch away.
5: Yeah, so a friend of mine was actually... Uh, he was being followed by a police officer. He yeah. didn't realize it was a police officer, so he thought he was being followed by a road rager. So he takes off, and he's doing, like, 70 <laughs> down to 35, oh, and boy. he eventually gets pulled over. Yeah. And um, he said to the cop, he goes... I thought you were a road rager, and I thought you were you were chasing me, and so the cop ended up letting him go, but ended up giving him a ticket for seatbelt offense only. Oh, so wow. yeah, which I thought I'm like, well, how does that work if you're not allowed to get pulled over for a seatbelt only offense, right? Would be hard no, to see. Seat,
3: no seatbelt. You can get pulled over for not wearing your seatbelt. You can get pulled over for that in Pennsylvania. Listen, I'm, uh, I, I'm okay, like, for, for, let's yeah. say, I'm going to go with like eighty percent sure <laughs> you can get that's, pulled over.
4: That's, for not uh, wearing That your was seat my belt. original conundrum here, yeah. is because I don't. Over the course of years, I'm not exactly sure where any of well, this
5: stands.
6: Oh no, yeah, that's like in,
5: in Jersey. I knew it was a uh, no, pulloverable offense. No, I think
3: offense. you can. They're, like, what about when they have like the seatbelt? checkpoints if you're not if you if you go through the checkpoint you're not wearing your seatbelt you immediately are get are they ticket. seatbelt they checkpoints those. or are they yeah. sobriety checkpoints no 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 they're seatbelt che- i i've gone through a number okay. of seatbelt checkpoints i got a ticket for really? one, yes, because my passenger didn't have a seatbelt on.
5: You
0: cannot get pulled over in Pennsylvania yep. for not wearing a seatbelt. The sec- same thing. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. secondary uh, enforcement <laughs> state for those Yo, over I the would, age of eighteen.
5: I would fight that, Kathy. Why? What do you, the <laughs> because checkpoint? Because you, yeah, you can't get pulled over for. Oh, well, what, she what was going through a belt? checkpoint.
4: I, I was going
5: yeah. through a checkpoint. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, so a
4: checkpoint seat is belt different. Checkpoint. <laughs> it's all good.
3: Um, so you can't. So it is a secondary offense in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow, God, I find that so bizarre.
4: Like, you, you know, know more what? So I'm just going to ride se- around with a lawyer in the car all the time. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <Right>?
3: <laughs> but even more so than the, than John, the cell phone.
4: John, what do you think this is? <laughs> I, it's, 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 it's a misdemeanor in this municipality.
7: Thank you. Right. Of all
4: the simple
0: things that you can do to save your life or not yeah. getting injured, wearing your seatbelt seems to be at the top of that list.
7: Wow, that's crazy.
0: Hmm.
3: Uh, okay, so the citation uh, will be about a $150 fine. So if you get pulled over for something else, but you're on your cell phone, uh, you can get cited $150. Okay, let's do sports this morning. Oh, yeah! Wait and by the way the checkpoint was in Wildwood we were coming back from uh, New Jersey there
2: uh, you go there you
8: go <laughs>
3: sports this morning. Flyers lost last night to the Montreal Canadiens 4-1. to Carey Price what stopped the Flyers 40 times. Joel Whoa. Farabee was the only Flyer to get one pass price and Alex Lyon made his first start of the season for the Flyers and turned away 36 of the 40 shots he faced. The Flyers have only two more games before the All-Star break and are home again tomorrow night against the LA Kings. The puck is scheduled to drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers are at home tonight and will face the Chicago Bulls. The Sixers are in sixth place in the Eastern Conference a half a game behind the Indiana Pacers and 10 and a half Behind the Milwaukee Bucks for first, the Bulls, meanwhile, are 15 and 27, and in ninth place in the conference. Tip-off is scheduled for seven o'clock. And Alyssa Nakin, is that how you say it? Yeah, Uh, Nakin became the first female coach on the major league staff in baseball history when she was named an assistant under San Francisco Giants manager, manager Gabe Kapler. She is a former softball standout. At first base for Sacramento State, who joined the club in 2014 as an intern in baseball operations. Kapler, the former manager of the Phillies, has indicated that he would hire some coaches for non-traditional roles. The Giants said that she will be responsible for developing, producing, and directing a number of the organization's health and wellness initiatives and events. And that's what I have for you this morning.
2: All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We are stacked with stuff to do today. First and foremost, money, 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 money. we got a $1,000 opportunity for you with the Easy Money Contest coming up at 8 o'clock. Another five hundred dollars shot with Doctor Oz. Our question at nine thirty, and a whole lot of guests and activities on our studio cam this morning. First of all, we'll start with the guests, and uh, Kathy, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation from NBC Ten. Mm-hmm. We have a un. Uh, I don't
3: know. Anya Lachelle. I think that's it. Anya yeah. Lachelle.
2: Okay. Uh, so, he, she is on Philly Live on NBC10. She hosted the 39th annual Philly Home Show. She's stopping in this morning. Kurt Metzger and uh, Luis Gomez are going to be here today. They are performing together at Punchline, so we'll talk to those guys. Very cool. Brittany Taylor from the television show Very Calabari, Cavallari will be <laughs>
4: I don't know this show,
2: but I know Brittany-O so well. She's been a member of the President Steve family for a long time. I would be we stunned. If, I would be stunned if
4: you were watching Barry Cavalry. However, I do watch it. Yeah. We've
3: known her since she was eighteen. I believe she was eighteen when she was in our calendar, and I'm like excited that she's like like it's a celebrity coming in. Like I can't wait to see her.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no, she on this show. She's the second. Yeah. She's the big story, and she's in in this company. Uncommon James, you watch the show, right? Huh?
3: I'm wearing my Uncommon yeah. James so, bracelet. There we go. This oh my she's guys. a
4: big too. deal. Oh my she's God. A calendar girl done good. Yeah, so Brittany is stopping in this morning.
2: Uh, And then we have members of the annual Tattoo Arts Convention that is taking place this weekend. So we have some sideshow peeps coming in. The Old City Sideshow with Danny uh, Danny Borneo and Reggie Boumouche, hosted by Dr. Carl Blasphemy. And in the studio today we will be uh, Marlo Marquis. Alakazam and a guy who we've had here before. The Enigma is coming in. Yes, and uh, they're oddities and contortionists and suspension artists and sword swallowers and fire eaters and yeah, all kinds. They of weird wanted stuff.
5: to listen. We we actually had to turn down. Chainsaw juggling this morning as well as fire eating and, and fire breathing and stuff like that. We're like, all right, so no chainsaws and no fire in the studio. And since a lot of
2: this stuff is visual, we are actually going to set them up in the Xfinity Lounge with our studio cam. And they're going to be putting on a show while we're putting on a show. Yeah, they have some we'll room. Re- we'll relay what's going on and let you know when to uh, to tune into that and take a look at uh, some of these wild activities that will be taking place here this morning. But they're going to be... Teasing the fact that they're going to be at the annual Tattoo Arts Convention uh, all weekend long. So uh, you don't want to miss out on it. It's the biggest uh, convention of its type in the world. Um, So and our friends from uh, world famous Philadelphia Eddies. Is Troy going to be here today? You know
5: what? He's not. He's sending sending Dr. Carl blasphemy in his stead because he's... (laughs) I mean, he's putting this thing on, so he's got to be at the convention center. So that gotcha. was a, that was a recent development.
2: Okay. So uh, a lot going on. And I have tons of entertainment stories and a, a gazillion birthdays today to go through. As we, uh, I have a, re- a stupid question I'm very proud of today. Yeah? Oh, It's one that I was not aware of and oh. probably should have been aware of. But no, I've been enlightened this morning. And if you don't know this, I will enlighten you as well. We'll come back with that and more. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com.
9: Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question
2: this morning. Prize we have is four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience, which is now open at the Franklin Institute. Like I said, I just found this out this morning. I can't believe I've never known this, but let's see if you know it. What famous singer sings backup vocals on Carly Simon's You're So Vain? 215-263-WMMR. Anything coming to mind? I think this might blow your mind, Steve. If you don't know, I think I know. What famous singer sings backup on Carly Simon's "You're So Vain"? Two one
4: five two six three wmmr I remember th- this being something that was uh, a fun fact, but I can't can't for the life of me remember who it was. President.
2: Let's see if you know. So we'll go through some birthdays today. It, right? it is uh, yeah, Nick's got it right. right. Uh, Jim Carrey's birthday today uh-huh. on the seventeenth day of January. Uh, he is fifty eight years old. Another
4: wow. the dude rocking one of those super beards. I don't like
2: it. He is is it a super
5: beard now.
4: Yeah, yeah. He's okay. so
3: funny and so weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's
4: exactly. very weird and very troubled. Like, yeah. uh, you know, away from his, he has some of the most brilliant displays of comedy I've ever seen. Just amazing. Yeah. And then on the flip side, he's really moody. Um, so he's fifty-eight. Hey,
7: I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel. Can still serve a purpose. Like him.
4: <laughs> I'll be right back.
10: Don't you go dying on me. Oh my God. Uh
2: it's Steve Harvey's birthday. Ah, Yay. We we're just talking about his stepdaughter. Yeah, she was uh, busted for a hit and run. Her car ended up on the side. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. And no, it was a single car accident. I think she had a tree or
4: something. Right, like right. That. But the tree's gonna press charges. Yeah, uh, so he <laughs> is uh he's sixty-three years old today. He's and... good. Listen, the guy's good at what he does. Yeah, hey, he's, uh, he's good on Family Feud. Yeah, had a couple of yeah. missteps with the uh, with the pageants. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, then you have uh, Maury Povich. Um, I, I watched his show the other day. It, I I happened upon it the other day too. It's the same, same
4: thing goddamn show that's been going oh on
2: for God.
4: ages now.
2: It's just you know the exact same thing. Oh my god. That's him Paternity by the way. tests. But he he just, you know, the person can't believe the results and gets up and starts going after I told
4: n- you. I told you
2: it's the same thing, man. Uh but it works for him. He's eighty one today. James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Darth
5: Vader. All right, so Darth Vader's probably the most iconic, right? Because I mean he played Mufasa twice. Mm-hmm. Of the roles that he's had, King Joffrey Joffe, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, it's got to be. I'd say Darth Vader's clearly above all that, uh, but he's been
2: in—I mean, loads and loads and loads of movies throughout the years. Great so stuff. He's just amazing,
4: legendary yeah. actor. He's in. Uh, you ever see The Great White Hope? The Great White Hope.
2: No, well, he's a boxer. No, early I never did. film in his career. I know, I
4: know the the title,
2: but I never really saw that. Yeah. Um is he going to be in Coming to America too? Yep, he's playing. He's reprising that role again. Okay, nice. Uh, he's a guy I'd love to sit down and talk to.
4: He's got a sense of humor, too. Did you know that? Like he's, I've heard, yeah. yeah. Like he's a funny guy. I booked him when we worked at
0: Y100. He was doing On Golden Pond down in um, uh, Delaware at Wilmington. And the interview fell through. I don't know if you guys remember this. There were travel plans. And it's like the biggest regret I have since joining the show is that we weren't able to get him on it. Oh, I was man. so pissed off. was wow. to no, become a
4: large
1: black man?
4: <laughs> Why
1: don't you go into the kitchen and make us some breakfast?
4: Uh, things are gonna be good. <laughs> He's a uh, great actor. So reg I. What was this? years ago, and maybe Nick, maybe you remember this? Um, for CNN, they they put the the. Uh, what he was paid for? Yeah, six seconds. Mm-hmm. of oh, This is CNN. It was
2: like eighty thousand dollars, <laughs> and it, but it was and and it was a long time ago. It was uh, when when right. CNN not when adjusted he, for inflation. Uh, exactly. So it would have been way yeah. up there uh, nowadays. But yeah, it was ridiculous for that one short. This is CNN. <laughs> He's eighty nine, and there's even bigger and better birthdays, guys. Betty White, what?
11: her ninety
2: eighth birthday today. Wow.
3: We haven't heard from her in a while.
2: Has it been a little while
4: since she surfaced? She's been yeah. dead for three years. No, oh.
12: stop it. No.
4: <laughs> I actually was, I saw her recently, fairly recently at an award show. She's as sharp as ever. Honestly, just by the nature of the way we age as human beings, you know, you expect to see some signs of yeah. something, but yeah. she's, she's, you know, sharper than any of us. And Betty White has to hang on till 100. She has Yes. To. She has to. We all need that. How old was George Burns when he died? He, he was, was over 100. I think yeah. he might have been 101 or 102. Right.
2: Uh but yeah, we need we need Betty White to be 100 years old. Yep. That needs to happen. I think everybody that that we should have a party if that yes. happens for sure. So, uh Betty White 98 today. Zoe Deschanel turns 40, so a
4: big milestone birthday for her today. She's dating one of the uh the brothers, yeah. the twin brothers from the uh, what's his name of
2: the show? Property, Property Brothers. brothers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah,
5: Jonathan okay. or whoever. Yeah, Jonathan. Okay, okay. is it's it was. Jonathan? Okay.
2: Uh, Naveen Andrews. Oh, and I, from, um, I'm like, from Lost, Lost. And I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, who is he again? Saeed. Saeed
4: is who he was. Yeah. Love that guy. Really great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, you know, th- th- that, I hate to say it, but there's there's never going to be a situation like that again where we communally could watch a show, talk about it on the air, and just uh, have a blast. Now, with the way everyone watches television and the delayed schedules, yeah. can't do it. Spoiler. Yep. yep. So, Naveen is uh,
2: 51 today. Uh, Mick Taylor, former guitarist of the Rolling Stones. Was he the guy that lasted, like, one album, I think? Mm. Mick Taylor. I forget. There was Um, two... Mick Taylor. Yeah, there were two mix in the band. Yeah, he's uh, 71 years old today. Uh, Dwayne Wade, the basketball star, uh, turns 38 years old. Uh, Maxim uh, Cherk... Shmerkovsky, uh. The dancer? Yeah, yeah Dancing dancer with, the with the Stars, stars guy. Yeah, uh, He's 40 years old today. He's kind of yeah.
3: like, he's a little douchey. He seems, is he? He is seems. He? Yeah, he like on the show, and okay. yeah, he seems like a little...
2: All right, well, happy birthday,
7: douchebag.
3: Happy, happy birthday, Go <laughs> <What> to <the> hell. <laughs> yeah. He
7: Tommy used prick. to
3: date... Um, Oh, my God. The one you knew.
4: Yeah,
5: what's her name? Come oh, on. Oh, my God. Katrina, Karina. I bet you Karina, Karina, Karina Betty
4: White could remember. Yeah. yeah. Karina, Karina Smirnoff. Karina
3: Smirnoff. Yeah, they dated, Oof. like, when they were on the show together, I think they were dating.
2: Unbelievable. She was something else here. Yeah, yeah she... Unbelievable. <laughs> and then the last birthday, Michelle Obama's birthday today, oh. former first lady. Yeah, she's 56.
4: She's yeah. touring with Oprah, isn't she? Like, around the world? Yeah, I think they're doing they're a... opening uh... for Air Supply. Yeah,
5: yeah, for Air wow. Supply. Yeah, it's... I'll go to that show. All right. What are they doing? Are they singing or dancing? All oh, of it? Yeah, yeah, okay. the whole thing.
2: So happy fifty. Wherever six. we go, whatever we do. <laughs> like
4: Mrs. Brady and Marcy yeah. did. They did We're that in the talent contest. Exactly, Preston. It's the song you do.
3: After right. he after Obama left office, though, it was like one of the first events uh, that she did, and she stepped out in this, like, full head-to-toe, like, glitter outfit. Like, it just was not very presidential. And I was like, you know what? Good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> hey party people! She's a pretty glamorous gal, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, happy birthday. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. What famous singer sings backup vocals on Carly Simons' You're So Vain? And I will go to Julia. Hi, Julia. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Julia. Do you know the answer? Yes. Is it Mick Jagger? It was Mick Jagger. Yeah. 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 Absolutely correct. Hang on, Julia, and we are gonna give you a four-pack of tickets for the worst case scenario, which is taking place at Franklin Institute Jump, Play, and Climb in this kid-friendly experience. And build your survival smarts. You can get tickets today at fi.edu. So here's a clip of Mick on the backup part of that song. All right. You're so you hear it, you'll hear yeah. it when uh, when they go into the harmony and he sings the lower part. You
8: probably think this song is about-
4: There you go. He's putting a little flourish on it, isn't he, too? A little bit. I think he no, I think he keeps it kind of straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why you
2: can't quite tell it's Mick, because Mick's got such a... Is it isolated?
5: Uh, no, but she's... Uh, Marissa uh, got a, a few different... <laughs>
4: <laughs> I heard him that time. There. Yeah, right there. I heard him right there. I so, said... <laughs>
2: I wonder how that came about, how, uh, I guess, they were friends or you know, not really sure. I love, that. I
3: love that song. Oh, wait a minute. It's a great it says, song.
2: says, he happened to call at the studio. This is her saying this. He's uh, it I said, we're doing some backup vocals on a song of mine. Do you want to come down and sing with us? Yeah, sure. Bing. Done. Bing?
7: Bing? Bing. Bing-go. Bing. I mean. That's how
4: we say it in England. Bing. 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 We mention search engines when we're saying yes. Bing.
1: Bing.
5: Done. Internet
4: Explorer.
5: Yeah. I'll be right over. You know what, Press? Bing Game sounded go. right, by the way. Yes. Bing. <laughs> that was yeah. right with you. I okay with Bing. Yeah, Bing. And then when you second-guessed it.
2: By the way, that's my that's my search engine of choice. <laughs> bing. Bing is. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll stay in England for the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, Queen yeah. Elizabeth officially approved Harry and Meghan's uh, intention to leave their royal purchase, purchase at, after a summit. You can take your royal purchases and leave. Uh, with her son, uh, Prince Charles, Harry, and Prince William, but some are saying the monarchy, or the monarch, I'm sorry, gave the okay out of fear. Uh, what is that? A respected, respected journalist uh, said the queen feared that Meghan would conduct a no-holds-barred interview where she would possibly call out the royal family for being racist and sexist. Uh, he continues to say, "I don't think that it would be very pretty." So, but that's you know, that's conjecture. So,
4: also, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I, I no. think ultimately, uh, I, I think the the population of England would frown upon anybody who would. Do something like that, yeah I was reading a uh, survey that they did take in England that was of course it's one of the tabloid papers so you can't completely trust it uh but uh you know there's a there's a lot of people uh, approving of the way the queen is handling this yeah. of trying to accommodate them um they're catching a little bit of the flack but uh it'll I think the 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 mindset is okay let's get through this let's let some time pass and we'll revisit it down the road yep yep. Uh so moving on the jury
2: selection and Harvey Weinstein's rape trial is wrapping up. Here's the latest on that. Judge James Burke says that one potential juror is facing time behind bars after posting about his summons on social media in violation of Burke's direct order. How do you not know you can't do that? They tell you. They not tell to you do that.
4: specifically.
2: Asking the man to come in and appear before him, he said there's one person who did clearly violate the court's order. I am asking you to return to this courtroom to show cause for why. I should not hold you in contempt and facing 30 days in jail.
4: Guess who's on the Weinstein jury? This guy.
2: He was told, yeah, that's what he posted. He was told to uh, return March 10th, and he said, if you can't afford an attorney, then I can get one for you. Okay, good luck. And uh, the man responded with, thank you. Uh, Gigi Hadid had showed up with a bodyguard at court to find out if she'd been selected, Uh, but she was soon spotted leaving again. Court officials confirmed Thursday that she was cut from the list of potential jurors. Of the more than 600 potential jurors screen, five were selected on Thursday, three men and two women. Ultimately, 12 jurors and six standbys will be selected. Uh, opening statements are set to begin January 22nd. Weinstein has pleaded not guilty, but faces life in jail if hmm. convicted, by the way. I
4: wonder how long they're expecting this to go. The, I mean, it seems like it's been going on for 50 years, but uh, the actual court proceeding itself I wonder what they're thinking you know what I'd rather be a standby than an actual juror yeah
2: uh, because the standbys just hang out they they do the same thing the jurors do they watch you can post on social media you can <laughs> post all you want no they watch they, they they pay attention yeah but then they just don't have to go through the argumentative part of making a decision at the end because the last jury trial uh, jury that I was on we we disagreed, and I'm like, "Oh,
4: son of a bitch!
2: Damn it!" Now, we all right, to... I,
4: I changed my mind. now we
2: gotta work? Yeah, I just gotta get
4: out of here. <laughs> yeah, i yeah, fine. Yeah. Whatever. I do a Guilty. morning show. Guilty. Execute him. Yeah. What so, they should do, presidents, have the standby jurors sitting in a box just adjacent to the regular jurors, but like with throw pillows and couches, yeah, to totally relaxed,
2: all the comforts do. <laughs> video games.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'm well, sorry. I'm just we're a stand-by. just standbys. <laughs> Uh, but but the process is fascinating to see from that perspective. But then when you have to sit down and, and debate it all, unless you like doing that type of thing, then then it's then it's your uh, it's right up your alley. So, uh, but anyhow, that continues. Chris Evans uh, thinks that politics can be confusing, so he's decided to do something about it. As he explained to Wired, he's launching a political site called A Starting Point to help citizens, including himself, understand civic life by sharing both sides' point of view. He said, "I just wanted a basic understanding, a basic history, and a basic grasp on what the two parties think." So Captain America recruited his friend, actor and director Mark Casson They had worked together on 2011's Puncture, and Massimo, who is the founder and Massimo founder and CEO Joe Keani, to create what's called a starting point. Uh, The site will feature one-minute-long videos of Democratic and Republican politicians answering questions. To prepare, he visited Washington to film more than 1,000 videos from more than 100 members of Congress, along with about half of the 2020 Democratic hopefuls. A starting point is currently in demo mode. Uh, A launch date is to be determined. But uh, he's going to try and find some kind of equal representation so you can get an idea of uh, what everything means,
4: if he's able to do that, yeah, I commend this notion. Great. Yeah. yeah, that's a Herculean and, that and Nick, you took the <laughs> words out of my mouth <laughs> because uh, to find anything that's not agenda-driven these days, right? And you know what? I sadly, I think the last people you want to go to when you really want to get the real position are politicians. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's,
0: it seems like a genuine effort. His heart
4: seems to be in the right place. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, let's see. He's Captain America. He's Captain America, for Christ's sake. Yeah, we'll see. All right, the
2: relationship between Jersey Shore Shore stars Ronnie Ortiz-Magro and Jen Harley continues to be fraught with violence. They always seem to be getting along so well, and then the hammer drops. According to his lawyer, the 34-year-old alleges that his estranged girlfriend entered his home Saturday night and viciously attacked him. He has been granted an emergency restraining order, by the way. Doesn't she have a restraining order? against him i don't know the his lawyer statement said regrettably on saturday night ronnie ortiz magro was again the victim of a domestic violence incident at the hands of jennifer harley at that time miss harley entered his home while he was sleeping and started viciously assaulting him okay. ronnie immediately called the las vegas police department and filed a domestic violence complaint against jennifer then this morning a family court judge in the clark county district Uh, Court granted him an emergency order for protection against domestic violence. The emergency order is effective until February 25th of this year.
5: Was she drunk or like... I I don't know about uh, that, uh, but, uh, but here's what
2: happened. According to TMZ, she attacked him... With eyeliner that she found in the trash, <laughs> yeah, using it to try to poke him in the eye. He reportedly uh, had cuts and bruising on his face and swelling under his right eye. It probably
3: it, wasn't her eyeliner.
2: Answer, yeah, probably. Uh, but they're not together anymore. It doesn't matter, but it
4: doesn't right? Matter. But Kathy, she's she's Poked probably going to be charged with assault with intent to make look like Ray Liotta. <laughs> I mean, I think they're not together, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Do you
5: remember the? Li- the, they they, be they were taking him out in a gurney. He was yeah. like
4: Hannibal Lecter. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He was so out of his yeah. mind. The saddest part is they have a one-year-old daughter oh. that's been struggling to co-parent amid allegations on both sides of abuse. In October, he was arrested for domestic violence against her.
3: That's really sad. It um, is. I was watching uh, something on, on Facebook and I'm reading all the comments and uh, somebody chimed in and said, that, you know, it was a couple fighting, sure. and, and somebody chimed in and said, the two of you are both great People, but you bring out the absolute worst in each other, oh, and should not like be together. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? That's a, that's a really good point. You know, you loved each other at some point, but like, it's just not working. You got to mm-hmm. go. You got to mm-hmm. separate.
4: I was talking about this yesterday. Uh, uh, there was something that we we did for Preston, and and uh, uh, but but that that issue came up, and and how over the course of the years on this show we've discussed. You hear these horrible stories, and yet at some point they're saying, "Hey." You know that that began with what are you doing after work? Right. You want to go? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. called me, or she's. I, I, I'm really into this, and that ends with.
2: Ah! Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It ends with jamming up eyeliner. I know,
2: but I do believe, Kathy, there are some people that bring out the worst in others. Yeah. And you just need to. That's a toxic relationship. Yeah. You just have to re- remove it. Now, when you got yeah. a kid involved, mm-hmm. it's next to impossible to never encounter that person. But you know, maybe you can find a mediator who can help out oh, and go and, between.
3: And the one that I'm talking about, there, there's a couple of kids involved and, oh. like, fully bringing, like, bringing the kids into it purposefully. Like, it's oh. it's oh, really yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah.
4: It yeah. sucks. Using mm-hmm. the kids as weapons?
3: Oh, man. I can't even. I, right. I'll tell you guys off there. Like,
4: literally it's to the insane. point where they pick the kid up and <laughs> cock it like a shotgun. Yeah. Right.
2: No,
3: having the kids do things.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, let's. Let's get out of there. Let's, yeah, talk, about, let's talk about love anew. Love. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah?
2: Amber Heard appears to be happy and in love with her new girlfriend, Bianca Booty. Yeah, she goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca Booty. Now, that is a porn Bianca star Booty. name if I've ever heard yeah, she one. She dumped
4: her for Vivian Vagina.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pair were spotted in PDA mode walking around San Diego. Um, uh, by, the, by
4: the way, they, they look very similar.
2: Uh, Booty is a cinematographer who is open about her battle with cancer on social media. Uh, Heard was previously married to Johnny Depp, has dated Elon Musk, photographer uh, Tasia Van Rie, and Vito Schnabel.
4: Schnabel. Her, yeah. For her life as a Whitman sampler, man. Yep. She's just... Oh, Wait, they don't the, look anything like no, each No, this Steve. is not the woman that I looked, I saw before. Now, there was a is... woman that looked exactly
5: like it Amber Heard. Might... With... Yeah, that's what I was looking. It at. Might be
0: your uh, her sister, Steve, that you saw that the show. Oh. Amber, oh, man, Amber she posted... should make out with her sister. No, she should not. No, she posted a photo on uh, on Instagram of her and her sister.
2: Oh, together. maybe that's it. What yeah, you was...
4: saw was family resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I wish they made out. <laughs> it, they made out.
2: Mm. I've seen it in movies. I've seen it in short movies that are usually I have a movie about like, on my computer
4: right now, nine oh, or ten oh, minutes long. God. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Amber Tamlin is talking about the hijinks she and her sisterhood of the Traveling Pants co-stars Alexis Bledel, Blake Lively, and America Ferrara get up to when they hang out. Uh, she tells Watch What Happens Live. That we do she, drugs. No, she tends to get the tipsiest, though. Does she? She said, it's always Blake with her tall six-foot self carrying me like a prince out of anywhere we're at. So I guess they hang out together, they get hammered, and they have a good time. So
4: It's wild that they, they, So they did what? Two movies, right? I believe so. Yeah, right. That this uh, they they remain friends throughout the years. Yeah, because Um, of those darn old pants, Preston. Did you guys watch Punky Brewster back
5: in the day? Of course, I did. Uh,
2: So NBC's streaming service Peacock is greenlighting a follow-up series to the classic sitcom Punky Brewster. What's
5: the lame moon fry?
2: Uh, yes, so she will be in it. It's Punkin's Brewster, attorney at law. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cherie Johnson. I guess, huh. was she on the show as well? I don't yeah. know.
3: Yeah, that was the friend, right?
4: Yeah. Okay. But the, the, the uncle or whatever it was, he's, he's, he's passed, right? There's he's no long one. gone. Yeah.
5: was ser- he the... Okay, hang on a second. Was he uh, the dude... Was he Lasard? Yes, he was. Okay, in uh, Police Police academy.
2: academy. Wait, which one was Lasard? The, the, oh, the, the captain. the captain. Yeah, Very, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: very. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Many, many.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, the series.
5: Was it many, many? It no, no, it was many, very. Uh, yeah, it was many many, many, many,
2: many. The scene, I still love the scene where he's giving a presentation
4: <laughs> yes. and there's a hooker inside the, the podium. Yeah. Do you know that?
2: Oh, my God. Do you know who that hooker was? No. That
4: Georgina, uh, she's like a legendary porn actress. Oh, really? Wow. She's in the movie Behind the Green Door. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Really? Georgina Spelvin, I think her name the is. The star of that movie? Movie? Yes. And then she's, she's the, was, the one who's under the podium y- giving a award uh, so, to the... Yeah, yeah. So he's giving a presentation and at some point
2: oh she's under yeah. doing her thing. And, and they're, they're, they have like a slides that are showing and he just goes, let's stop and uh, admire this for a moment.
5: <laughs> his face right off the bat. With, it uh,
2: is, it's a great scene.
5: By it the is, way, uh, Behind the Green Door was featured in Cannonball Run, was it not? Isn't that the movie that Jackie Chan was watching in the car while they were driving? uh, Maybe, yeah. Don't yes.
4: know. There's a beautiful symmetry to <laughs> this world, isn't there? There it is. All right, so
2: anyhow. He's uh, not going to be in Punky Brewster. He's Bruce not going to be not. in Punky Brewster. <laughs> he's dead.
4: Which porn stars will be in Punky Brewster?
2: Uh, I don't know, but yeah. the series will follow Punky as a single mother of three trying to get her life in order uh, when she meets Izzy, a young girl in the foster system who reminds her of her younger self. Like a tough talking, wise cracking little street urchin with a heart of gold? I guess so. So cause... I
5: remember she had, to, she had to have a breast reduction, Salem so and Friday. Uh, she yes. Was outlandishly large. I remember seeing her in uh, Growing double, Pains. No, 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 Double Dare. She had. Uh, she was a contestant in Double Dare as a teenager. Yeah. And I mean, at that age, and it's not creepy to say that because I was the same age as her. It was Double D Dare. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah, and like maybe triple, maybe even like HF. Wow. HF. FH. G. Like I'm talking like cum oh
2: size. I thought you meant one size. was F and one was H. I'm like wow. <laughs> yes, which is letter. not you know,
0: out of the ordinary. Sure, but, you know. why not? Steve, uh, Soleimann Fry was in Stage and Christmas, uh, one of the <laughs> Lifetime Christmas <laughs> shows.
2: Awesome. Yeah, and she I looks can. great. Yeah, she does. All right, uh, let's see. We probably can get to one more thing, and that is it. How about this? The season three of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina forecasts hell to pay when the series returns on January 24th, here's the synopsis to this. Though she defeated her father, Lucifer, Ooh. the Dark Lord remains trapped within the human prison of her beloved boyfriend, Nicholas Scratch. I'm the devil! Uh, Sabrina can't live with herself knowing that Nick made the ultimate sacrifice and is suffering, burning in hell under Madam Satan's watchful eye. So, with an assist from her mortal friends, the Fright Club... Sabrina makes it her mission to free him from eternal damnation and bring him back to her arms.
4: I watched the first season of the show,
2: and I liked it a lot. Yeah, Uh, I watched the first few episodes, and I liked it, too. It just didn't speak to me enough to stick with it the whole time. Agreed, yeah. It's it's a little bit of a younger demo uh, She's she's looking extra vampy in this season now. She's super cute. Yeah. uh, The girl who plays Sabrina. Um, all right, so let's get on to you know what? It's Friday, so yeah. Oh my God! Hey, I'm it's sorry. Friday, we have... <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca Black. We have uh, movies to get to, and there's a couple of them opening, and I'll give you the rundown of what to expect at the box office. <laughs> All right, I'm going to highlight two films opening this weekend. First is Doolittle, the adventure comedy directed by Stephen uh, Gagin. Uh, it stars a lot of people. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Jr. is obviously the lead, but a lot of voices. Uh, I'm assuming some most of these are voices. Anto- they are, yeah. Antonio Banderas, Michael Sheen, Emma Thompson, Rami Malek, John Cena, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Tom Holland, Craig Robinson, Ray Fine, Selena Gomez, Marion Cotillard, and more. Uh, it's about Doolittle going on an adventure to a mythical island in order to find a cure after the young queen falls ill. It's rated PG, hour and 46 minutes long. It is a 13% score oh, at Rotten
4: Tomatoes. I was reading a review this morning, and it's, it's so you have to remember, again, $175 million budget. It, it, the, the reviewer said, it seems from the first scene that they're doing everything they can to make you hate this movie Ugh. when all you have is this great desire to see this this character that's, and the animals. That's too bad. Yeah. That's, that's too bad. Other movie opening this
2: weekend, Bad Boys for Life. Action comedy directed by Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala. Huh? Uh, it stars Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Joey Pants. Haven't seen him in a little while.
4: Yeah, i mean Vanessa
2: Hudgens. Then it is about Mike and Marcus as they team up with an elite unit in order to take down the leader of a drug cartel in Miami. Uh, It is rated R, two hours and four minutes long, and it's a 77% score Ah. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not bad. bad. They say,
4: honestly, uh, the review is it's action, lots of action, well-executed action, and if you're looking for that, you got it. It's fun. By the
2: way, I saw a little, speaking of this taking place in Miami and Will Smith, you know, he had the song Miami. Yeah. Uh, I saw a little a bit of information that I didn't know as well. In the video for that song, yeah. Eva Mendez is one of the models. Oh, in my it, God. Right? And they ended up being in a movie together. They did, yeah. Wow. Seven uh, pounds, right? Uh, no. No, it that was, was the one they did with Kevin James. What's that, Marissa? Hitch. 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 That was it. <laughs> she did it. A... She was gesturing like this. yeah. yeah. Hitch. Uh, Anyway, so no, that was uh,
5: Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson was in Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds.
2: All right, we're ready for (laughs) clips. Here we go. M Night Shyamalan's television series *The Servant* tells the story of a Philadelphia. Of a Philadelphia caring
4: for a reborn doll. Oh right, <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> mother. Ah, it's mother it's a mother. No. Yes, yeah. a, a, a family, a, a TV journalist. Okay, after their own child passes away,
5: Rosario
2: Dawson. There would it, I would assume couple is missing. Yes, um, yeah. yeah. Um,
5: <laughs> Philadelphia.
2: In this clip, Lauren Ambrose talks about how precisely the drama was shot.
6: We shot. Cuckoo levels of chronologically. I mean, so it's
12: basically four characters mm. trapped in one location. So yeah. it's it's kind of like a play that way.
3: Yeah! I love so, this series. It is so freaky. I mean, it's it's night for are, sure. Are you up to speed? Because the no, no, new episode drops tonight. No, I'm 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 still uh I'm still a few episodes behind. But there there is one scene in this show. I think it's maybe like the third episode or something like that. Maybe yeah. third or fourth that I. Cannot get out of my head still, and I watched it probably. I watched it over the break when we were off in between Christmas and New Year's. I still think about it, and I still cringe and kind of want to vomit a little bit. Ooh, okay, okay. Oh, Rupert
4: oh. Grinch is great in it. it. It does take place for the most part in this house. There are scenes. It, it and it's what I kind of love about it right now is that I have no idea fully what's going on. That's cool. Uh, and, and so um, there, there are all sorts of things. Preston, the the um, the husband of this couple, by the way, Lauren Ambrose. You'd know her from. Um, uh, teen comedies of the nineties. Of the yeah, in can't six feet hardly under. wait. Yeah, yeah,
0: six feet under as well. Yeah, but, she's
4: uh, she's very cute, very cute. But the husband is a, uh, is, a is a chef who does all these uh, comes up with all these new flavors and things like that. He's uh, but you know he's like weird things start to happen. Like he loses his ability to taste things.
8: Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, but there's mm-hmm.
4: there's all these things going on.
5: I I really I know you do well. How many episodes we're, in are they? We're about nine, eight, eight, eight nine. nine yeah. Oh, really? That okay. So yeah. it's coming to an end soon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And are they released weekly
2: or? Every Friday. Okay. It's uh, good. The, the season finale of The Servant is available uh, on Apple TV now. Yep. So there you go. Next clip. <laughs> Casey's
5: excited. I was just kind of buying a little bit of I know of you are.
2: Dr. John Doolittle vanishes behind the walls. Uh, his estate Okay, I think Philadelphia. I think it's in his estate <laughs> with only his menagerie of animals for company in the new film Doolittle. <laughs> and of Philadelphia. Harry Collette describes the uplifting nature of the movie in this clip. Here we go.
3: Have as much fun as you can as soon as you walk into those doors. Just enjoy it as much yeah, as you can. Yeah. It's something that's magical and, and
12: different in a way. Even though we've seen it before, it's it's so much different to the previous
11: one. I don't I don't want I don't
2: think I want to see it. Who's Harry Collette? have no idea. Who's Harry (laughs) Crone? Yeah. Maybe he's playing a chipmunk. Uh, Okay. Uh, I I, I listed the director. He he plays Tommy Stubbins.
4: Tommy Stubbins.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, he was in Dunkirk, and he played a boy in
4: Dunkirk. Whatever, man.
2: Doolittle hits theaters everywhere today, by the way. Okay,
4: so he's the kid that goes along with uh, Doolittle on his adventure.
5: Yeah. That's cool. Tommy Stubbins. Could you uh, you pass me in that Philadelphia over there?
4: And that is what
2: I have <laughs> in uh, music news for you. No, it's not music news. Same <laughs> in news. Oh my God! <laughs> We're well, you know, passed me the Philadelphia <laughs> thing. I'm right right still there, guys. thinking about it. The finger. Friday. It is indeed Friday. Listen, we got a lot going on. We have a ton of guests. We have a whole bunch of people stopping in today. We're also going to have a visual aspect of today's program, as in, we have. Uh, some sideshow members that are going to be part of the 22nd annual tattoo arts convention yeah at Philadelphia Convention Center so it is hosted by Dr Carl blasphemy it is called the old city sideshow with Danny Borneo and Reggie Boo-Boo, Reggie boomouche so we're gonna have the Enigma who's been here before his whole body is tattooed he's a wild dude pretty he's got wild a split tongue and all yeah these yeah. And then uh, Alakazam, I don't know much about, we'll find out, and Marlo Marquis, these are like suspension artists mm-hmm. and sword swallowers and contortion, all kinds of wild
4: stuff. So our green room's going to be turned into a sideshow. Yeah, the Infinity
2: yeah. Lounge yeah. will be officially, we're going to let the, the, the gang from the Old City Sideshow take over, and we'll have the... Uh, We'll have the video on and let you know when it's up and running. So that and a bunch of other guests. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. Don't forget as well, money. Uh, we have the Easy Money competition coming up or the uh, the promotion at 8 o'clock. So don't stray too far. We'll be back in a sec.
7: What's new? Glad you asked. Weezer. You can't find
8: you. without
13: you.
9: dirty honey
6: new music more of everything that rocks on 93.3 WMMR
2: we're gonna have a lot of activity on the show today we have a Kurt Metzger and uh, Louis Gomez are stopping by today they're both performing at uh, punchline so they're popping in together today um, and we also have, I mentioned the studio cam, so Casey wanted me to be clear on this. Uh, so we have the Old City Sideshow. Yes. It's going to be Danny Borneo and Reggie Boumouche there. But the Enigma and Alakazam and Marlo Marquis are their own performances. Yeah. And so they're they're separate than the sideshow, but they do really wild Things as well, all right. Uh, which I think are sideshow. I mean,
4: there was... I have to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little hurt. <laughs> Casey was hurt.
5: No, it was so I was not hurt. Want I just, just wanted to make sure. Everybody no, that was I understood. Yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah,
2: they all have these wild things about them, right? And
5: there's a sideshow, and then part of the sideshow is the old city sideshow. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, right? There's a, yeah, side, you know, show you, a what, side show over there. a side show. You'd have to
2: be an idiot not to understand. So anyhow, uh, Dr. Carl <laughs> Blasphemy is the host of, of that. Is he
4: stopping by
5: today? He is. Okay. He's not an actual doctor, though. All
4: right. Well, we'll find <laughs> out. He's not an actual blasphemy. Um...
2: <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I do have some facts and figures to share with you that we got from the Just Sayin' Institute. Oh, my God. Yeah, all the stats you need to. The Just
4: Sayin' Institute, located in the sprawling hills of West Virginia, over 220 acres, founded in 1112. Oh, it was 1112 now? Okay, move back. Sometimes well they, before the country was founded, <laughs> these are these are things that
2: they find out at the just saying. That's They're
4: how learned and you listen. They don't just take the facts and oh, that's it. We can't dig further. Mm-hmm. Now they found out it's an archaeological site.
5: Hmm. Um, I thought it was discovered in 1929. Yeah, they, it they just said. Yeah, they said that
4: they did some digging and found out there's an entire substrata. Yeah. Just Institute. Okay. Yeah. All right. So
2: we're going to go with this story. A new study finds having sex weekly or monthly may help women post, uh, menop- postpone menopause. Oh, I saw this study. Yeah. Well, you did the Just Institute. Right, yeah. That's yeah. where I saw it. Yeah. Uh, the research shows that uh, women who reported engaging in sexual activity weekly, including... Self-stimulation ah. were 28% less likely to have experienced menopause at any given age than women who engage in sexual activity less than monthly. Got to tell you, I
4: spank it constantly. I, I'm not even a- anywhere close to getting menopause.
2: A study co-author Megan Arnott explains the findings suggests that if a woman is not having sex and there is no chance of pregnancy, uh, then the body chooses, sort of, uh, not to invest in ovulation. As it would be pointless. Uh, There may be a biological, energetic trade-off between investing energy in ovulation and investing elsewhere, such as keeping active by looking after grandchildren.
5: Now I hear like going through menopause is no uh, picnic, but once you've gone through it, is it awesome? Is it better?
4: Uh, I've heard people say that. I've heard people also have uh, go through menopause where it was really not that bad. I, 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 you know, it can, it can. It depends yeah. on
5: uh, on each case, but uh, some last longer than others. Now right?
4: it, you're saying though that this process can can hold menopause off. Yes, if you go hardcore and just have sex constantly, can you get younger?
2: Uh, maybe there is that they're still working right, on. Like that. Benjamin Button level, there are clinical trials taking place as uh-huh. we speak. So why I would really you know.
3: want to hold it off?
2: Uh, I don't know. They're not saying that you would, but they're just saying that, it would, that it's that just that a it does side happen. effect. Yeah, um, it, it, it's it's just a, a I, benefit. I don't know. Would you rather it come on sooner or Not
3: sooner? But like, I mean, if it's gonna come, what would why would I just get it over with? Do you look forward to it? Are you kidding? That's like <laughs> I think that's one of the worst times in a female's life. Oh really? really? Oh.
5: Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh,
3: beware, beware.
5: I don't We've mean the process of, of going. You. I don't mean the process of going through menopause. Oh. I mean the the after effects. The you know. Not having...
3: Do I look forward to the after the after effects? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, maybe that, yeah. Yeah, okay. no period not, Yeah. no yeah, chance yeah.
5: of getting pregnant. Right, so. but
3: not going through it is like... I've known a few people to go through it. It is... Oh, dear God. Painful. Painful? Do You think... No.
9: Just
2: moody?
3: Nope, nope. You think PMS is bad? Yeah. Just
4: wait. Okay, I had it happen in my house. And, uh, oh, you did. It was good.
3: Oh, okay. not mm, well. Yeah,
2: listen, not everybody. Not everybody, I know. Not everybody <laughs> reacts the same to all you know medical conditions. like full
3: <laughs> on insane. Oh, so uh, I, and and I didn't realize it was happening until afterwards. And so afterwards, uh, I was like, Oh, you okay. went through menopause? No, 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 no. She's no. going through it now. She's
5: been going through it for the last no, 10 years, no, not if you tell. but the person
3: that I that went through it, I okay. didn't know until after. How it, long
5: did it last? That's a long a good time. <laughs> really?
3: Like. Maybe, like, what I, what I remember, maybe a year. It could have been longer. I don't okay. know. Um, okay. But it was, like, a full year where I was like, what the F is wrong with her?
2: Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And what qualifies someone to need a hysterectomy? Do you know? Anybody know? I mean, they're...
3: There could be like uh, health issues. Is that what is that what you mean?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious. I don't know. I've never really I've never really delved into that world. No, uh, we're we're ignorant to it. I am as well. I, yeah. I think I, I have always associated a hysterectomy with that time in somebody's life. Oh, I thought it was like uterine cancer or ovarian
0: cancer. It's not. I don't know. It's not always I, that. I, I not always that. No. So yeah. I,
3: my uh, my aunt had it done, and there were I think that things were um, actually like dropping. So uh, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know if that was the there it is. complete what is that? reason. Can you
4: pick that up, please? <laughs> I mean, my liver. I'm sorry, can I have that back? Kind of. Wow, really interesting. Yeah.
2: No, oh, there's a lot of different causes uh, and reasons for a hysterectomy. All right, here we go. The most common reasons for having a hysterectomy include heavy flow. Yeah. Which can be caused by uh, fibroids, pelvic pain, which uh, may be caused by endometriosis, unsuccessfully treated pelvic inflammatory disease endometriosis or fibrosis prolapse of the uterus so okay so there's a few different reasons well anyway if you want to hold off on your menopause then bang away and it doesn't have to be with a partner So uh, you can just you can just sit on the dryer correct yeah you can sit on the dryer i mean you know why not it's running anyway Sure.
4: Uh, you can you're just using the same electricity
2: yeah exactly so uh you know I, I don't know if it's it's not guaranteed but it does show that there's Uh, a chance that you will have a a later one, yeah. Uh, Let me see here. Hang on. Somebody wants to comment on how bad menopause is. I'm going to go to Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Good morning.
6: Oh, you guys, I've been listening to you guys for a long, long time, and this is the first time I got to tell you, you can't even imagine how bad it is, whatever it is that you're talking about now.
4: Mm. And we talked about cysts
2: yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, By the way, thanks for all the pictures uh, that were sent (laughs) in of everyone's (laughs) cysts. Um, Okay, so you've gone through this?
6: I'm it
2: all right and what what uh how's it how does it affect you mainly uh
6: mainly it's the it's the hot flashes i guess my husband my husband my husband could probably attest to the uh mood swings okay i'm sure because
4: god rest his soul
6: (laughs) i think i'm coping very well and i think that i'm wonderful but (laughs) the hot flashes are not to be believed
2: does it feel like a fever
6: um uh, but a fever that just comes on instantly.
2: Oh, okay. And you start sweating?
6: Well, this time the sweats, I've been going through this off and on for two years.
2: Two years? Yes,
6: yeah. See, I think it yeah. can last a while. Wow, okay. And mm. I was at, I was, a couple friends feel the, feel the need to say, oh, my aunt went through it. took her 10 years. And this, uh, that's not helpful.
5: Is, uh, I, I, why so, not just get the hysterect- hysterectomy? <laughs> I don't know if that well, fixes I don't that. think
6: that
3: stops the, um, no, well,
6: here's the thing. I had a hysterectomy in my early 40s. But I kept my ovaries because it's, like, less cancer risk and heart disease risk and all that stuff. So yeah. so I would have – oh, so this is something, Kathy – I would have PMS without the warning of knowing that, you know, it's coming because,
4: you know, you're on your period anymore. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Awful. Wow. And God bless you for the plumbing and what you deal with. Um, Our package is pretty simple. Yeah. Just point and shoot. (laughs) It's like a camera. Exactly. It really is.
3: But I think that she's, like, underselling the, the hot flashes. Like, I've talked to people who those hot flashes are, like, you like don't know what to do with yourself. You can't believe it's happening. You can't stop it. It's visual to other people. So now you start you're, sweating. Well, yeah, and so now you're oh, you're yeah. right. Like you're thinking, oh my god, this person is watching me sweat, which is probably making you sweat even more. Is it it's like the movie
4: Firestarter? Okay,
6: okay so he, so also to add that to the fact that I'm a seventh and eighth grade teacher. Oh. So I basically have to do a strip striptease in front of my
4: students at least two or three times a day. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is okay. the best goddamn
8: class
5: i ever <laughs> Teacher's I'm, topless. Yeah. No. Well, hang in there, Maureen. Oh, no. Oh, geez.
6: Uh, that's a
5: nightmare. No, no, thank you. All right. Thanks I for listening. I am not saying that I know what it's like, but, dude, I get hot flashes all the time. I got really, really bad when you're going through menopause. Yeah. Case, I used
2: to, when I was younger, it happened a lot, and it was the only way I could describe it to people was saying, I, I'm having a hot flash. You're like, women have those. Guys don't have them. But a sudden wave of warmth in your body, and you mm-hmm. start sweating, not because of physical activity, you just all of a sudden get hot, and that's the only way
4: I could describe it. I have to push right. this five-alarm chili away. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know. Uh, Preston, it's the weirdest thing. You'd be... And you start sweating like crazy. Yeah. I've had them as well. Usually associated with with, with
5: a cold or something, or yeah. or, or maybe even no, a reaction to a medicine. For, Did for you? No yeah, really? yeah. I, I, I you know I was wearing a quarter zip.
3: Oh, but no, you're I right. Though re- a reaction to a medicine you, um, can
5: make you. You should get a look off, at yeah. some of
3: your um, of your medications and see if, if I, any have that as a side effect. I
5: hadn't taken any medication at that point. I I had to take the uh, quarter zip off by six a.m. I yeah. I, I, it, so it, was, it was before the show. It's it a country western song. Quarter hey, zip here off we, by 6 a.m. <laughs> there
2: you go. Here, this is from uh, um, from Healthline. It says, hot flashes are commonly linked to women undergoing menopause. However, men can also experience this condition. So maybe that was it. Maybe that's what I was having. Wow. Okay, listen. I know there's a lot of calls coming in. We could spend all morning on menopause, but we're going somewhere else. We're in the Just Saying Institute. We're leaving the
4: world of menopause and universes and moving on to <laughs> other innovations and explanations from the Just Saying Institute. We're, we're going to talk about milk.
2: Uh, now, uh, oh boy. if you drink, <laughs> I hate milk. if you drink, I know Kathy does, <laughs> if you drink high fat milk, you want to listen up, Brigham Young, uh, Brigham Young University researchers found people who drink low fat milk, 1% and skim experience several years less biological aging than those who drink high fat milk, which is 2% and whole milk. Woo!
3: Wait, so hold on. If you drink 1%, you're, you're going to age less? Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: And no. I do. Or the other, the other way around. It the whole milk and two percent will cause you to age. I'm actually only twenty eight.
3: What if you don't drink it at all? Am I forever young?
2: It'll probably
5: help. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Kat. you
4: do so much other bad stuff. <laughs> all
5: right. Is there a difference between skim milk and nonfat milk? Because... Oh, uh, wait a skim, well, skim, I usually think of like 1%, 2%. No, 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 skim milk is skim milk. And then you have 1% and 2%. And I accidentally, I thought I was getting 1% because it was the same color. Skim milk is not the the umbrella for all of those reduced? No. No, I've skim milk is,
0: of... is nonfat. Yeah. Comple- yeah. Oh, sorry. So there's no Because I drink 1%. And then, so, Kathy,
2: okay. I have to answer this. Uh, your question, those, additionally, those who drank no cow milk had more biological aging compared what? to those who consumed low-fat Holy.
4: milk.
3: Are you kidding me?
4: Kathy, mm. that's got to be the reason for all the wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Wait, but I don't
3: drink milk at all.
4: Uh, I know. Like, I don't drink no, almond
3: milk no or any oat milk
0: or anything no, like that?
3: No. So yeah. I... F- think that means I'm forever young.
0: There's a there's there a big a bone well, of contention you... among dairy farmers uh, and the products that are called milk. <laughs> they hate it. They can't stand the fact that uh, oat milk is called oat milk. That, yeah, right. It, it, it's uh, not the, milk. In it's fact, not, they're saying yeah. it's not milk at all. And they're right. right. They're basically the like, vegetable juices. Uh, but uh, people have... Said to me lately that I should try oat milk. I, I, I I'm not. Like, I don't like. It. I don't like
4: almond milk. I don't like either. milk made from peas and cardboard and my hobo semen. I don't want, want it.
2: Um, almond milk will never replace the taste of regular milk right. to me. But I, uh, for a while there, last year when I went through my big weight loss, I, I was using almond milk oh, in really? my cereal, and I got used to it after a little while. Now, I couldn't, I didn't like drinking it just on its own. I did, I got used to it with cereal. People got used to the Hanoi Hilton after a while. Right. Yeah. Regular milk, I love. I have milk every morning. I do you have full, full whole milk? No, I do 1%. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's my, funny. No. When I drink regular milk after years and years and years of this, oh. it's like I'm drinking half and half.
2: Yeah, exactly. Rochelle buys whole milk for the kids, and I'm always like, like we need to do less fat in the milk, but my kids are skinny. So, they
5: are um, rail thin, all yep, of them. Yep. Um, we, I only drink milk when I'm eating my cereal, so uh, that, that's kind of like the only time I ever do that. Um, but people get like all honked off, uh, Nick, about using the word milk when it's not milk. I, I, dairy farmers do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm people get honked off about uh, calling like meat products, like meat that are vegetarian products, meat products. So I, my son's a newly vegetarian, and I bought him vegetarian chicken nuggets, and it's like, but they're, they're not, not chicken. It's oh. not chicken. Right. Yeah. It is a frame of Veggie reference.
4: Nuggets. It's a frame of reference to the purchaser. And Thank that's you. what it is. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, so and that's, and that's the, so when you say, and but the, but there is. I was talking to, to Dave McGrogan, you know, uh, Harvest and all the restaurants, and and they they have the the uh, the Impossible because he was saying the the beef. Um, association, whatever it is, the uh, the Council of Elders, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're trying to get legislation of some sort passed to delineate between beef products. Right. Same sort of thing, Nick. Yeah. It's, it's, it's plant-based. But people go, what is that? Well, it's a combination of soy and this and that. It's a burger, it, 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 yeah. and it tastes like a burger. It's designed to replicate a burger. Let's change the name to Goober. Goober. It's mm-hmm. a Goober. That's
5: a Goober. No, Goobers mm-hmm. are chocolate covered peanuts. Yeah, well, you know,
4: son of a
2: bitch, trying to come up with something. Good, I know.
5: Right?
3: You've probably heard this before. A but- swant. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting.
2: Yeah.
4: Um.
3: What was I going to say? Oh, you've know. probably heard this before, but the humans are the only species to drink another
2: species' milk. Yeah, I have said. Uh, Pretty seen interesting. That before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Somebody was trying. Because we're uh, smart. Vegan was trying to tell me that, and I was like, mm-hmm, Yeah. But uh, we also, like, uh, ferment, you know, yeast and, and drink that. <laughs> There's you a lot of what? things we do that the animal kingdom doesn't yeah, do. We also
4: type.
2: Uh, additionally, okay, so I mentioned <laughs> that. Uh, researcher Dr. Larry Tucker adds that it's not a bad thing to drink milk. You should just be more aware of what type of milk
4: you are That's drinking. That's
2: all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Step off. All right. Uh, let's go to another direction, but stay with drinking.
4: More information. <laughs> tried to change it
2: up <laughs> from the Just Saying Institute. <laughs> A new federal health statistic shows that Americans drink more now than they did when Prohibition was enacted. Ha-ha! And the amount of alcohol we consume has been on the rise for two decades. Uh, the government says that uh, just before alcohol was banned in the 1910s, uh, each American teen and adult was drinking an average of just under two gallons per year. Really? Really? Uh, On average, uh, those days, it's about 2.3. These days, it's about 2.3 gallons per year, which is nearly 500 drinks.
4: I think there's an inherent problem with surveys like this, Preston. When you ask someone how much they drink, they tend to say less than they actually drink.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, or about nine per week is what they're saying. By the way, for the first time in... Wow, ages. Wine drinking is down. It's only down by a, a small percentage. Oh, we I think gotta it's like
8: fix that.
3: I
2: think it's like half a percent, but it's the first um, time that it's down. But beer drinking has gone down a fairly decent amount. I have that stat. That's actually in my connoisseur file. Right, well, Let me go dig that up.
4: Hold on. Well, I was... We are now leaving the Just Saying Institute for the connoisseur. <laughs> Hold your thought, Nick. <laughs> And now here's the connoisseur. Nick,
0: can
2: go ahead. I've got I gotta find. I him.
0: was gonna ask you how uh, dry January is going because I'm I'm doing the same. I haven't had a drink since New Year's Eve, and uh, I feel good on the weekends. It's been it's been pleasurable getting through it this far. Uh, but I have nothing on the agenda this weekend, and it's gonna snow tomorrow. So I think I'm gonna be I'm oh.
2: gonna be tested. The snow does bring
0: it
5: out. I, I I
2: am feeling good, and I hope you are too. You guys I,
5: doing a clear lung January too, or uh, what's that? I, you know smoking? Yeah, I don't smoke.
10: Okay, I, 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 I
2: edibles. I, I was about to say uh, that I have remained dry. Uh, I really wanted to have a drink when I found out that Neil Peart had died. Sure. Uh, uh. because I, you know, just was a little numb, and then I was like, you know what? Now I'm stick to the stick to the uh, the whole idea, and and uh, so I did. I did not. I did not jump in. Um. And uh. But yeah, so far so good. I do feel better. Listen, I've <laughs> it's great. And, and and listen, I'm not gonna give up. I'm not crazy. I'm not gonna give up drinking forever. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, what feels better than a good buzz on Friday night, waking up Saturday Saturday and feeling (laughs) awesome. I'm telling you, it's, it's rolling out of bed and going, wow. Yeah. I have a day. I actually feel like doing something.
3: Let's go for a jog. You feel fine afterwards. just sweat it out.
2: (laughs) Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find this because. It was an interesting stat, and um, you know what? i It may be lost in the sauce here. So
5: what's going? But do you know what's going up? If if wine drinking and beer drinking uh, is going down, what's going up? Uh, the
2: seltzers are starting oh. to, uh, to
5: take place from some of the beer drinking.
3: They're putting a dent in
6: it,
2: and the uh, just in general, what the wine culture is kind of being lost like on cause... the new generation of drinkers. Oh, really? Up. Yeah, that it's not as. Um, Yeah, on the new generation of of people who are 21 and Mm -hmm. and just diving in, they're not finding it as um, intriguing as past generations. It
3: took me a while to get into wine, though. I mean, I was definitely, I think I would say I was probably in my 30s before I actually started to drink wine and enjoy it and, you know, kind of have my favorites and pick what I like as opposed to, like, just grabbing a drink or, like, some crappy beer at a college bar.
5: Yeah. Do you do the seltzer at all?
3: You know what, no, I'm not a big, you know me, I'm not really a big hard liquor fan, so Mm -hmm. um, I I can drink maybe one of them. I Mm -hmm. could, like, to open a second one, yuck.
2: By the way, I didn't even realize this. Prohibition began 100 years ago today. Wow! Wow. 100 years ago today. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good you just fall into this stuff. Yeah. Uh, It was uh, repealed in 1933. I didn't know it lasted 13 years. I honestly thought it was a little shorter than that.
4: No, and and of of course, obviously, um, it it didn't work. No, it didn't. In fact, people demanded it, (laughs) Uh, and crime went way up. Well, it
2: created that.
4: It
5: Al Capone. Yes, Al Capone's entire wealth quadrupled. Okay, so. how did I don't know the history behind prohibition? Um, how, how did that happen? Like, who, who voted that into uh, yeah, i sure. Th- there, sure.
4: there were, there were, uh, the temperance league, and and there were, there were all sorts of uh, movements that said that uh, the evil rum was the uh, the path to hell, and so on and so mm. forth, and so but and that put oh, pressure on the politicians, I'm sure. Who always, so right, in these, it. Yes, exactly. And in these cases, always, though, when something like that happens, follow the money and who stands to benefit from that. And, and there there was a belief that perhaps that was put into motion to help foster an eventual black market for booze. Wow. You know, so you never know. Hmm. Good
0: Jeopardy clue is uh, the Volstead Act, Casey. If you ever hear that, that has to do with prohibition. Okay.
4: All right, uh, it's me, a great act. I saw it. They were at uh, the Tower Theater. Let me do. <laughs>
2: by the way, so we are
4: the stance. Americans are drinking now more than
2: ever, or or at least more than just before Prohibition. All
4: right, All right one more stat from the JSI, beautiful,
2: if you don't mind, and uh, then we'll move on to other things.
4: I'm getting whiplash between the Connoisseur and the Jossey Institute.
2: Uh, Orkin released its annual list of cities with the most bed bugs. Oh God! Uh, from December 2018 to November 2019. Don't tell me. Uh, no, it's not us. <laughs> Washington D.C. is in first place. All right, hmm. uh, but it's Bed
4: all, or scumbags.
2: It's all up and down the. Uh, it's all up and down the East Coast because Baltimore came in second. They're right next to each other. <laughs>
4: Bedbugs or scumbags.
2: Uh, Orkins entomologists say the two cities are consistently ranked high. Huh? And it could be due to their size and amount of domestic and international travel. In and
4: out of them, don't uh, you have to check your bed bugs when you're traveling?
2: Uh, no, you can carry them on if you want
5: to.
4: I wonder how 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 many I mean, because people traveling, luggage packed, staying in hotels mm-hmm. uh, on an average day, how many bed bugs are passing through a large airport? Yeah, in luggage and things of that nature, got to be a
2: decent amount. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh,
4: so it uh, they said that uh,
2: while bed bugs do uh, have not been found to transmit any diseases to humans. Uh, they can be an elusive threat to households. It's just an infestation. They can—they're not really going to hurt you.
4: After yesterday's cis sure. chat, I can handle bed bugs. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty nasty. <laughs> the
4: pictures are the cis does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, so yeah,
2: keep that in mind. If you're in DC, you are around uh, probably the most bed bugs uh, anywhere in the United States, according to Orkin.
4: Do you do any? Do you take any uh, precautions? I mean, uh, does Rochelle, when you go into a hotel, do you do you check? Do you give a precursory look-see? Nope, a looky I'd jump in between the sheets and enjoy it. Just go for it. Yeah, yep. jump I...
8: in between the sheets. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I don't. It's it never <laughs> it never crosses my mind. It's just not something that's on my mind. So, what about you? I sleep in the shower.
4: Do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I don't. I just I, I sleep on top of the sheets, but I do that at home anyway. Yeah. So I don't. I, I never unmake the bed, and, and you know. But I mean, there's. Uh, you got to live in fear all the time? Yeah, the only thing I'll take a look at really is the bathroom. Uh, yeah. when
2: I go into a hotel because uh, sometimes a shower can be, you know, if you uh, sometimes it be kind of scuzzy. Rain, but yeah, mildew. But for the most part, um, I'm just kind of dive in and go type of person. All right, uh, these are stats. I thought I would share from the Just Sand Institute this morning. We are going to take a break because we got money to give away. Yeah. And uh, time is of the essence. So at 8 o'clock, we are going to have your special word and how to enter it for $1,000 in the easy money promotion that we're doing. So make sure that you don't go too far. Another chance of winning cash, $500. We're going to give that away with Dr. Oz at 930. And we got a bunch of guests on the program, too. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Ninety three.
6: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020 shot on location at the Met Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar rate while meeting the girls and members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
2: Before we get to the uh, Easy Money Word, we are going to welcome a guest, and she is here to talk about the filling Home Show, which is this weekend, the second weekend, by the way. She hosts Philly Live on NBC10. This is Anya Lachelle. Yeah. Here Yay. This morning how you doing on i am
14: good thank nice. you for having me of i'm course. so excited
2: nice to see you. i didn't know you and kathy both went to uh, westchester we
14: didn't know, know either and it's so crazy because <laughs> she did tv there and she ended up on radio i did radio there and i ended up on tv look at
2: that <laughs> look at that and you're both involved with the philly home show yes uh you host the event So
14: so what's happening this year is that we did a little Philly live takeover for the Trading Stations Challenge.
2: Okay, gotcha. So
14: I popped in on Kathy, Andy, and Kristen while they were shopping at Ikea for their office space and surprised them with a little challenge. They had to incorporate a pillow into their design and they only had one hour to shop.
2: Now I went by there. I, I I saw Kathy's display, which is superior to the other Obviously. two. <laughs>
3: users.
2: And uh, oh boy, was the fuzzy pillow? Was that that everybody had the same pillow? So
3: no, not everybody had the same pillow. You could just you just had to choose any pillow. Andy and I okay. happened to choose the same pillow.
2: No, no
8: way! Uh, I know see? she's such a bitch, isn't she? Yeah. Oh
3: my! God. <laughs> see, I was going to say, great minds think alike. Oh, oh yeah,
14: <laughs> we could have gone that we way. We operate
2: differently <laughs> <Yeah>. over here. <laughs> I, oh, I, I see. I see. <laughs> um, so I do see. So um. Is this weekend we're going to find out who wins? So today
14: on Philly Live at 1145, we are going to reveal the winner. Fun fact, I already know who it is. Oh, Uh my lips are sealed. You got to tune into the show. Okay. All
2: right. All right. And I do see that today, I do know that the uh, Philly Home Show today is Hero Day. Which means all military personnel, veterans, first responders, teachers, nurses, get in for free.
7: Wow. You got to bring
2: your military or or first responder ID and you can get in for free, which is uh, very cool. cool. All right. So you're going to reveal who the winners are today. Yes, yes, we
14: are. And we're also going to showcase their office spaces, too, because we have not done that yet Mm. on Philly Live. So we showed them shopping around, but we didn't show their office spaces yet. So our viewers are going to have a reveal of that, too, if they didn't go to the show already.
4: Now, before the microphones came on, you, you were telling us how, how, how much better you think Kathy's setup is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
14: I have to present an unbiased opinion, but I will say that Kathy's office space definitely is very similar to something that I would do. Ah,
4: oh, <laughs> see? <laughs> uh, what do you get
2: out of this, by the way, Kathy? You get anything? No. You... Not bragging but... right.
3: Yeah, I just want to say I
14: won. Okay. Well, I you know do do how that. that goes here. Yeah. I do. I do Especially because there was a debate about who won
3: last year, right? Yeah, I won.
4: <laughs> no debate.
2: Well,
3: there's the debate.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was she claimed? Who was- so
3: here's what I'll tell you what happened. There, there's uh, two home shows. One is at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. The other is uh, out in Oaks at the... Greater Philadelphia Expo, Expo center, 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 right? Yeah. Okay, so what they did last year was, and it's our, I think it's our sales department's fault. They changed how it went, how the winner was going to be revealed and when yeah. in the middle of the whole contest. So technically, Damn. Andy won uh, the home show that, that took place at the convention center. Um, but if you combined the votes from the two shows, I won. Oh. So
4: was that so they, how it was supposed to happen?
3: No, no, Original, no, they were originally going to do two different winners. And right. then in the middle, they said, you know what? They're, we have two projects. We're going to combine the votes and then have a winner. So technically, okay. Andy won uh, the the one home show. I won the other, but with the combined votes, supposedly I won. You won the popular so, vote. I won. Mm-hmm. All right, so you the won.
2: Vote. Right. Hey, by the way, so you uh, you you became the entertainment reporter just this last year at yeah, uh, NBC. Yeah, I
14: just started at NBC back in July. Nice, um,
2: congratulations.
14: Philly Live is a thank you so much. Philly yeah. Live is new. We just premiered in September. And um, it's been great so far. Yeah. So you, you, like your,
2: you have your finger on the pulse of what's going on entertainment-wise in the city, then.
14: Exactly. And what we cover on the show, so we talk not only to just local celebrities. Like, I sat down with Patti LaBelle. We ate mac and cheese together. Awesome. That was super cool. I played foosball with Brian Westbrook. I had a private tennis lesson with Billie Jean King. But we're also trying to take our viewers off the beaten path and introduce them to things that they probably never knew existed in Philly. Like I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like so- a flying trapeze class. Did you know that you could do that here in Philly? I actually
4: did, but oh, it's still very cool. Good. I did yeah, it. I think Kathy did it too, right?
14: No, you know, Marissa did it. Okay, Marissa yeah. did it, yeah. See, I did it, and I honestly, I'm terrified of heights. I can't even get on a roller coaster. Right. But it oh, kinda wow. That was kind of like my first couple of weeks there. I couldn't really say no. <laughs> and so made it work. But yeah, so we just show them all types of stuff. It's Fashion, a lot of cool stuff. food, yeah. restaurant week, everything. It's
4: a cool gig to have. All yeah. right, so
2: what what time, for those who don't know, is uh, Philly Live on?
14: So you can catch Philly Live every Monday through Friday at 11.45 a.m. on NBC10. We also stream live on Facebook simultaneously while we're on air on NBC10. And you can also watch us on the NBC10 app all at the same time as well. So it's and a digital first show.
2: Kathy, are you going to be over there today?
3: Yep. So at 1145, okay. I'll be on
2: the show. With Kristen and Andy? And Andy, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, Good boy. Cat, <laughs> cat fight. You watch. Yeah. It's
3: going
2: to happen.
14: We'll keep the pillows away from you all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there it goes. There they go. Uh, excellent. All right. Well, I'm excited. We'll, we'll be watching today.
14: I'm excited, too. Can't wait to... See who
2: wins. Excellent. All right. Thank wink, you. Quink, wink. <laughs> Lachelle yeah. from NBC10 and Philly Live. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having right, me. We have to do this.
1: 93.3 WMMR. Easy money. We got your shot at
2: a grand right now. So here's the keyword for the hour. It's pay. P-A-Y. You have until 8.15 to enter it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page, WMMR.com. You'll be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. All right, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this Beasley Nationwide contest and win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So once again, the word is pay, P A Y. Good luck from Meineke and 93.3 WMMR. Now,
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File.
2: B-File this morning brought to you by Godshall's. Keep that New Year's resolution with bacon. When you make Godshall's turkey bacon part of your healthy plan. We're going to start with a local story. Did you guys catch this? A professor from Drexel University arrested for stealing $185,000 in grant research funds that he used. On strip clubs, sports bars, and other unauthorized purchases. Part of research. Now, the name I'm going to have a tough time with. Uh, Chika Odinaka. Yeah. And Wankpa is how you say his name, I think. These Oompa He's facing charges of theft and theft by deception. Uh, In Wankpa, the former chair of Drexel University's engineering department, allegedly spent funds that were allocated for research on activities... That were not related to acti- academic research, including on visits to area adult entertainment venues and uh. sports bars, meals, and iTunes purchases.
4: You'd have to be really creative to get that passed.
2: He criminally diverted tens of thousands of dollars that were allocated for research. I'd heard a story that on the receipts they said <laughs> MG, which I don't know what MG stood for, but whoever was processing them thought that it stood for Magiano's. Or it was M A G. Okay, but it was it was actually a strip club. Huh? Which one? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they thought it was okay, and he got away with it for a while between two thousand for a long time between two thousand ten and two thousand seventeen. An audit found that he had multiple unauthorized and no receipt purchases as well, and sought reimbursement through research grant
4: funds. Damn, that's a lot of strip club activity.
2: He made more than ninety six thousand dollars in purchases at adult entertainment venues, and more than eighty nine thousand dollars on purchases towards iTunes, meals, and other unauthorized purchases. He attempted to hide adult entertainment expenses, by claiming that the items were for catering and food, despite the fact that 48% of the 114 separate charges he made were done on weekends, and 63% were processed between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m.
4: It pisses me off that our teachers and professors have to take money out of their own pockets to buy dildos.
2: Uh, Drexel University paid a $190,000 settlement after a separate federal investigation. Wow. How?
4: Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, how do you do that and, and just... Eventually, you're going to get caught. Exactly, and he did.
2: Uh, Well, let's see. How about this? Understandably, one unfortunate dad didn't think to look up after four days of constantly losing his stuff. Turns out his son had been pranking him. The boy was sticking his dad's things to the ceiling of their home with glue, adding one more prize belonging for every day that his dad didn't notice. The Reddit poster, uh, his name is Seaman the Sailor, shared <laughs> images of some of the items he glued, including glasses, a phone case, a shoe. And to, the one to end it all was the remote control to the television. One day he started with his dad's glasses. the Next he stuck up the phone case. the Next was a shoe. And on day four, he put the TV remote in the ceiling. And it was this point dad must have realized something was going on. And uh, as one might uh, in such desperate times, this dad may have looked to the heavens for the answers, and what he found wasn't divine intervention, but all of his missing stuff staring down from the ceiling. What
4: particular room was it in?
2: I think it was the main, the living, main room. living room. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh,
4: avid followers of the tense drama
2: were sad to see that on the fifth day there were just five bits of tape and black tack. Left on the ceiling as the prankster finally had uh, figured it out, and he gave it in. Uh, he ended the saga writing, well, boys, it was a good run, but all things must come to an end. He then told his dad about the posting uh, on uh, the on Reddit, and he said he called me a cheeky C-word. Ah, uh, that's uh, a popular so, word over there. But apparently he eventually found it funny, so I think it's a great idea. Uh, ma'am was charged with uh, pleasure. Listen to this. Pleasuring himself outside a woman's bedroom window, and then smearing a heart shape on oh, her window. Oh, that's
4: <laughs> adorable! In a quote, unknown substance.
5: I think we know what that. Stuff is. He I
4: got that from the movie Spank Anything. Uh,
2: the owner of uh, the owner and resident said that they saw Jose Rodriguez Madrano. Medra- uh, 53 years old, around the property, attempting to look into a female tenant's apartment window. Wow. Uh, Madrano admitted to pleasuring himself while looking up the woman's... In on the woman's bedroom window and drawing a heart on the glass. Wow. Okay. I, I, I'm, wow. I'm getting chills. Uh, Madrona was identified by his ID and was arrested. Uh,
4: he was. By the charged. way, guys, Valentine's Day just I... around the corner.
3: No better way to say yeah. I love
4: you. Come on. He was arrested. Up your game. Third degree stalking, public lewdness. <laughs> third and
8: degree
2: stalking. Three counts of trespassing. Oh. I think which window is wow. yours? I just out of curiosity. Wow. <laughs> Uh, a pig farmer is feared to have been devoured by his own pigs oh after God. he vanished from his farm in Poland, leaving just bones. Uh, the man we
4: talked about this
2: in his 70s, lived alone on his farm and hadn't been seen since late December. He was likely eaten by the animals between uh, the 31st and January 8th. Jesus the elderly me. farmer had long been abusing alcohol, and when police were called, they found his pigs out of their pigsty and wandering freely around the farmyard. <laughs> The man was last seen alive on New Year's Eve. At that time, he was reportedly fetching water from a well, God. which was where his bones were discovered by a neighbor. Investigators said they haven't dealt with a similar case like this before and believe it may be difficult to determine the exact cause of death. They believe he may have died of a heart attack, fallen over, or collapsed. Afterwards, the evidence indicates his body was eaten by his pigs, who left only a few limb bones and skull fragments behind. You
4: remember in the series Deadwood, they, when they would get rid of a body, they yeah. would feed it to the pigs. Yeah, And uh, apparently they they uh, they're good at cleaning
2: away the debris they will do it absolutely and then one last story listen to this idiot a little more than a week ago a yellowstone national park search and rescue team pulled a man to safety from nearly 900 feet down in the grand canyon of yellowstone this place is gorgeous i've been there a few occasions it's stunning but this guy dave christensen was there illegally The rescue was difficult and dangerous. It took four 600-foot ropes, uh, said Ranger Clint Powell. He said it was clear that Christensen intended to attempt to scale the cliff all along. He had the gear, he had a rope, and he had an ice axe. But he had one little detail he didn't cover, and I'll tell you what that is in a moment. Powell used a unique method to get access to the canyon, which is closed to normal vehicles in the winter months. Uh, You can only access the interior parts of the park on a guided snowmobile or slow coach tour. Sometimes they allow you to get permits for unguided trips, and this guy got one. Right. He obtained one of them, and he and his friend snowmobiled the lookout point where Christensen tried to rappel to the bottom while his friend waited above with a two-way radio. But Christian made the mistake, a big mistake in planning his adventure. It was close to 900 feet down to the river. This guy's rope was only 360 feet long. Oh my God! He was only off by 600 feet. So he jumped off his rope and scrambled to the river. It's not a sheer face. It's it's a it's a. Steep, steep, steep incline. But I would imagine he slid the rest of the way down. Yeah, I have an idea. And then all I have to do is slide back up 600 feet and grab the rope. Yeah, he couldn't make it back to the rope. So he had to go through drifts up to five feet high to try to get back to the rope. That wasn't going to happen.
4: Boy, I really didn't plan
9: this.
2: Weather was also a problem. The canyon was windy and cold and snowstorm was moving in. He radioed his friend to ask for help. And that's when a ranger-led search and rescue crew of 11 rushed in.
4: You're an idiot!
2: Besides the worsening weather, there were other big obstacles. The volcanic rock in the canyon breaks easily, making the cliffs dangerous. There's always a the potential of an avalan- avalanche. It took six hours to complete the rescue. It was dark by the time they got It was dark for hours by the time they got him up. He was lucky to get out without injury or even worse. He has a mandatory appearance in federal court well,
4: for that. The people rescuing him were put at risk. Absolutely. Nick had the decency to break his ankle before this trail even started. Right, yeah, <laughs> That's right. Have, have some courtesy yeah. for crying out loud. Ten feet from the parking lot. Thank you. Oh, oh. And
2: that is what I have. <laughs> In uh, the bizarre file. <laughs> that's how you
4: do it. <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, let's take a break and come back in a moment or two. We have a cavalcade of guests that are going to be coming through here this morning when we return. Uh, Kurt Metzger and uh, Luis Gomez are. Awesome. Scheduled to be here. Our friend Brittany Taylor from Very Cavalieri is going to be stopping in. And we have a Sideshow Extraordinaire that's going to be on our studio cam in the Xfinity Lounge in a little while. Oh, and we have more money to give away, too. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston &
1: Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com.
2: Hey, it's Preston. Listen, thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Keep listening to the Preston and Steve show to find out when we're headed back to Jack Frost Mountain for the 14th annual Cardboard Classic and visit jfbb.com anytime for conditions and to view their live webcam. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. These guys in our studio are going to be performing at uh, Punchline. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, and on Sunday. There's a show on Sunday as there well. There you go. Uh, they're on the This Should End Well tour, which I think <laughs> should be said with the inflection, Well, this should end well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Kurt Metzger and Louis Gomez. Yes. Yay! Thank you for
15: getting the inflection of the
2: title. (laughs) That's what I love about not text, when you can actually speak and put some life into these words. And then you get the idea of what this is all about. But I've I've said that many times. Oh, this should end well. (laughs) Most
5: definitely. In fact, it's a daily utterance on this show. Lewis, I got to say, it Either looks like you're either going to or coming from the gun range right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those sunglasses.
16: Yeah, I like to be as intimidating as possible at all times. (laughs) (laughs) He's
2: got the yellow tint. Uh He has tactical sunglasses. The
15: first part of the toy had these uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer-esque 80s, (laughs) which I can't believe they ever sold them. Just regular glass frames. I love them. That just say you're guilty of whatever. <laughs> right, right, right.
16: There's no way I can be a pedophile wearing these glasses. It's just too perfect, right?
15: Yeah, exactly. It's impossible to maybe hunt them with, yeah. your, with your gun. Yeah. I've tried
16: to submerge myself in their lifestyle so I could, you know, find them.
4: Are you seduced? I buy all this. If it, if you slap tactical in front of it, I'm on Amazon buying it. Yeah, The word yeah. tactical Tactical like, what? But- like tactical, tactical, tactical butter knife. I don't care yeah. what uh, yeah. Well, hey, I'm just a sucker.
2: Yeah, the latest thing we saw was on Instagram, the shovel that you can actually like, oh. chop down a tree with. It's oh,
16: that's got pretty a, cool. There's got a thing. Sharp that edge sounds on pretty it.
4: tactical. Have you guys seen yeah. the, t-
16: the tactical? Did you guys see the axe you could dig a hole with? Yes. It's crazy.
4: <laughs> yeah.
16: The, ta- the brand new tactical axe you could dig a hole. Uh yeah. T- no, t- I'm not like I'm not like a gun guy. I've yeah. done shooting a couple times and my hands shake like I'm terrified <laughs> like I'm gonna so, no, I'm not. So you're not um, living up to those
15: glasses at all. Not <laughs> at all. No, that, <laughs> I, I, I am just a douche. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way about it. Do you it.
4: shoot guns? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I think what? So, yeah. It, 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 me? Yeah. No, no, I don't. But oh. I have. Oh, well. But I agree with you. I always feel I'm going to shoot somebody back on you know an accidental shooting at the gun range. So yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> So I, I've been there a range a couple of times. And where I have the problem is um, as you're loading the bullets into the clip, the more bullets you put in the the more the pressure is and it's harder and so I won't load the clip fully because I'm right. afraid the bullet's going to go off from the pressure of me pushing the bullet into the clip. So <laughs> that, that would be
15: a severe like design point. flaw. <laughs> <laughs> they could just go off putting them in the clip yeah. from pressure, yeah. in this pressure-based clip. But you they don't be, ask you anything. They just give you the gun. They're like, yeah. have you ever
16: shot before? You're like, nope. You're like, sign this. Here's,
8: yeah, <laughs> Figure real? it out. Oh, go load really?
16: Go out and load it. Where like, did you go? In Texas. The first oh. time. Oh, it was oh, psychotic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They gave me an AK-47 at the end of it. I was like, that was cool. And then I grabbed the top of it, which is steaming. Hot like a motorcycle yeah. engine. Yeah. I burnt
2: my hand. The guy was like, Well, that was it. <laughs> He's not kidding well, for real. No. Like, you go in and you're like, I-, I can just go shoot now? Like, yeah, go ahead.
15: Go and ahead, buddy. You got, you, got, you got any fouls? Like, just throw but... yourself in the deep end. That's how you're going to
4: learn. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the places? And uh, I've seen them occasionally. They're, they're in Hawaii, they had them. They're like indoor rangers like that. Preston, we, we were out Man. there. We were walking around and you just go in, I guess, during the day, businessmen and women go in and just fire off a where, couple where rounds.
15: Where in Hawaii were you? It was oh. Oahu.
4: And oh, yeah. I, I was actually there this past summer. And sure enough, Steve, I
2: did notice a lot like, of gun rangers. They're ranges, big. These, in really? They're, yeah. I, I yeah. went to Kauai. so I, didn't see, but I was in Kauai last summer, too. It's nice, Phenomenal.
15: Right? I like all the people are either, like... 800 pounds or in perfect shape. There's no Prometheus engineers almost. And either way, they can all sing beautifully. Yeah.
5: I think it's incumbent upon them to carry on that image. But Lewis, they say, do you have any felonies? And you just say... Well, I lie. And I say, no. Not not at all.
16: (laughs) But they don't check. They go, do you have any felonies? And you go, no. They're like, promise? Swear (laughs) to God. Here's a gun. There there we go. There's... Oh my God! It's yeah, it's it's really terrifying. I, I, I look here's the reality, okay? I I, don't, I never get political. Who cares, right? But the reason I believe that people shouldn't just be able to have guns is because I'm a lunatic. If I had a gun in my pocket, I would have shot three people before I got to the studio today. If somebody looks at me wrong, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kill that guy right now.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, listen, it's uh, it's uh, it's an interesting. Hope we... put the picture back up. I wanted to see the uh, the shooting. Uh...
2: Yeah, there's a shot of uh, Lewis who's holding up a target and. Uh, and... And it looks like you you got the a It lot. looks like Kurt.
4: Uh, it, does. <laughs> it does. The target looks a little <laughs> bit like you, Kurt. It really got my nostrils. You got me three shots on the nostrils there. Uh, uh, so what, what you can go and, and shoot shoot silhouettes of comedians at some of them? Yeah. Yeah, basically yeah, that's yeah, it. You no, gotta, why don't I have that merch? <laughs> Give me a big J and a Kurt Mansker. <laughs> That'll be a really easy yeah. target. Wow. Uh, do, do you shoot at all, Kurt, or no? no?
15: Yeah, I like to shoot a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't own a gun or anything, but if I... Listen, it's if, fun. I really it really it. is. Yeah.
4: If you're, you know, if you... Uh, I, I, like the, I like the rifles over the, the, the pistols. Yeah, well, like I
15: couldn't the, hit anything with
4: a pistol. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find I have very bad control, you know, with it, and hence my fear of shooting someone at the range. <laughs> yeah, you I, know, yeah.
5: Yeah, no, I had to pick up a ghillie suit for the show uh, for some reason, and so I was... A at, tactical one? A tactical ghillie <laughs> suit. And I'm there getting the ghillie suit, and the guy's like, do you want to shoot a machine gun? I was like, "Of course I do." Wow. I didn't know. Yeah. So that's
15: how it starts.
5: That's how it started. By the way, he was at a Coles at the time. <laughs> uh, no, it was it. But it was it was neat. You know, I didn't go in there planning on shooting anything. But I was like, "Okay, yeah, give me a give me a machine gun." I have no idea what kind of gun it was. I just know it was like pretty automatic.
15: Uh, God bless America. One, of,
5: one yeah. of the coolest things I I, I shot an
4: Uzi, and I, I this is before whatever the restrictions are where you could shoot it. You know, fully you know automatic spring yeah and so it, it was it? wild yeah yeah <laughs> that works well so the the, the, sh- the hot shells could fly up in your face but the the uh, um uh it, it is cool i mean anyone who's seen a die hard movie once it's a
15: good date if you yeah.
4: if you it uh, is like, actually a really good date in new
15: york there's a machine range bin town it's like a very good date is is it hot for some reason no there's not a lot of people that like you know it's new york so i don't think people in the city there are people yeah yeah, like, yeah it's mostly like uh, danish people Really? And, yeah, because they love guns. All those Nordic countries, they love guns.
2: So, oh, you know what? They, yeah, you're right. We have uh, my, I have some Swedish relatives and and some friends came in a couple of summers ago. Actually, it was last summer, and they just they wanted to go shooting. Yeah, right. They Just wanted to go shooting. So, well, it's a
15: good day. And then and girls, for some reason, this is what the instructor said, that are better at it. And that. they like shake less. Really? There's some, for some reason, females are generally better at it off the bat because yeah, they're evil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to kill an at
4: any given moment. Their natural vicious nature. <laughs> <laughs> they're calm,
15: cold demeanor.
4: So you, think, you think because they're evil, <laughs> yeah, they're more able to hold uh, control over the weapon. Cold though. and calculating. Yes, uh, is what you're saying, yeah.
16: Yeah. It's like, yeah. Would
4: you say diabolical? <laughs> yeah, every
2: I see, I see every chick, it's like Dirty Harry looking at me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm stuck dealing with it. Hey, how long have you guys been friends? How long have you uh, known each other in the 2001. world? Two thousand one right? Yeah. Oh wow. Did you mean a at a time. show or uh, no? It was trying before. to sell
15: tickets in the street. Yeah. Before. Oh, really? It was like a, one of my few attempts to have a day job when I started doing comedy because I just became worthless for all jobs, you yeah. know. And yeah. I was trying to sell tickets in the street, and I lasted one day. It's a terrible job trying to sell tickets to shows in the street. <gasps> oh. So I met Lou. Lou is like a natural at it. Yeah. He so was like, fat like fat if you were walking
16: room. down the street in Times Square, we'd be like, "Hey, what's up? What are you doing tonight?" you be like, oh, "I don't know. I'm looking for something to do." And then you would talk to them and you would sell them tickets. To uh, a comedy show okay. that sometimes didn't even exist.
15: <laughs> you, yeah, you, or you'd be like, you know, Chris Rock's here tonight. There's always like that whole uh, picture. Yeah, all the guys down there—they they, be... they lie. They're like, you know, that Family Guy's going to be there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of these clubs, yeah,
2: it's anime. Well, some An
15: of these clubs, they—you'd uh, you, yeah. be walking, you'd be playing the club, so you're in their book of who. Okay. And the people selling tickets and have no, so they'll try to sell you. With a book of your own picture.
7: <laughs> oh, wow.
15: Jay, did Jay tell you that some guy stopped in the street and he was like, You gotta see this guy, Dean Edward. And Jay sees his face on the guy's book. And he's like, What about this guy? He goes, Ah, you don't wanna see him. That guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's whacked Jake did it three times, and the guy kept going, forget about this guy. Sucks. <laughs> and oh, it's Jake. It's
4: hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I would have no skills with that. I I do not possess that that salesman. I, I don't
15: either. I'm I'm so bad at it. I had one ticket sale. It's horrible, isn't I was next to a homeless guy that made, like, 40 bucks next to me, <laughs> selling nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I sold this one girl who came back later and wanted her money back, and I gave it to her. That was my entire time. <laughs> oh my-
4: I did telemarketing for, like, a week. You oh, know, God. It is. It, you just know. You, it's.
15: Like the Jehovah's Witnesses of business. Uh, you, I know because I was Witness. You were Jehovah's
4: yeah. Witness, yeah. And, and that's, you have to have that, that protective blister. Obviously, you have it if you could go out and just... well, It's it's, it's, a, it's, it's constant, constant. You have to have a thick skin. Yeah. And
16: you have to embrace rejection. And this is why I think it transfers to comedy really well. Sales, that is, um, because it's a bunch of rejection, and you understand that rejection is a part of the process, and every time you get a no, you're technically and, and literally closer to a yes. So I was very good. I was able to go, oh, that person just said no. I closed one out of four people, Now it's one out of three, one out of two, one out of one. Salesmen think that way, and is not a salesman. Mesker was just trying to – he thought he was going to be able to buy drugs. At the end of the day, he was
15: furious. <laughs> I don't remember telling you that, but that's how I felt.
2: <laughs> so did that in turn help you to uh, be able to work in front of a bad crowd? Or something like that, give you an idea of yeah, how. all of it, but because it, it's all numbers, so it's getting yeah. booked, it's getting television gigs, it's
16: going out on auditions, it's you know just dealing with the, the BS of the industry just in general. Um,
15: yeah, I mean, Lewis I is a, genuinely king of the street rats. Like he could yeah. run a crew of something living in the street you in both, the city, and they'd survive.
4: I follow you for for a while. I've always had that that impression, which which also begs the question. I know you're involved with the UFC a lot and all that stuff, and you have there, there's this you know this persona that you have. As far as acting, though, are you approached? I mean, is that something you'd like to get into? I think no,
8: I, no, no, no not Because I at think all. I tried an to natural. when I was younger.
16: I, I was, re- I'm really, really bad, and I, with comedy. I got up there the first time, I was like, wow, this is what I want to do. There's this the, the endorphins that are released, whatever it is, you're like, this is incredible. Right. And the first time I went on an acting audition, I just shut down. I felt like an idiot. It was just, you know, and I think, I don't want to, I'm just not in the business of. You're not
15: vulnerable. Enough. I'm
4: not talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kurt, you, I mean, wrote, you wrote for uh, the Amy Schumer show. and And, yeah. Schumer, and you've done some stuff as, as well. Do you? Oh, do, and do, I
15: acted too. Yeah,
4: yeah. Right, acting. Is that something you enjoy or do you feel you the, the same You know what I way?
15: wish Miss was doing is voiceovers. Is voice voiceover over stuff. Voice over this cartoon, that's the best job. It's got to be. It's the easiest acting, and uh, and then you get, like, paid for the, the read and then the recording and then the ADR ads. It's great.
4: Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, who You know, we talk about the cast of The Simpsons. It always it always kills me when they say, ah, they may not return this. Why wouldn't they return? Yeah, right. It's it the, would have the, to drop it's, pretty it's, far. it's a super easy gig. What, what, what have you done, uh, you know, voice over-wise? It was a show called Ugly Americans, and then uh,
15: it was on Comedy Central. Then I, I did uh, an episode of Aqua Teens.
4: Ah, great show! Uh, what yeah. was the show you did? It was uh, it was a a, a band that um, I forget the name of it. Um, Z Z Rock, Z Rock. Oh, Z Rock. Rock.
15: Yeah, that was Jay was on that. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. I was the guy. He was the he was the club booker that would harass the band. And then I turned out to be another guy that harassed him. Like it, it, there was a trickle down harassment. Explain
4: the idea behind the show because I thought it, was, it was it's pretty cool.
15: It's some band from Long Island that they played a lot of birth, kids' birthdays, and I guess they would hook up with the moms.
4: <laughs> and it was sort of like true, right?
16: Yeah, it was. It it was, was all, he, based, yeah, those guys are great. Actually, the, the bassist he, he passed away, which is really sad. He did? Really, yeah, he I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, really, really sad, and really. Um, very yeah. talented guy. He was playing with uh, Siberian uh, Orchestra uh, as well. It was like really talented band. Um, but they were during the day, essentially they do kids' birthday parties to pay the bills. And at night they were like a, you know, a rock band that was trying yeah, to, you know, yeah, make it. Yeah, that's
4: it. And Press they, it. yeah, they conceptualized it based off of that. So it was like partially reality, partially scripted. Huh. It yeah. was, it was a cool concept. It reminded me of, this is mother and Twisted Sister. Oh in, yeah. In, oh, in yeah. that, uh, did, you, did you guys see that documentary? The yeah. Long Island? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's great. You know, that, that. And there's similar chops when you're trying to come up in the world. I assume of, of you know of comedy and and you know playing hell gigs. And- no, yeah, screw right. that.
16: Musicians they get to hide behind the noise. If, if- <laughs> yeah. Comics are the most naked. We got to go up there. If there's nobody laughing, nobody's laughing. At right. the end of every Guns N' Roses song, they clap and they go, "Oh okay. <laughs> great." <laughs> Even if it was an off night, they're like,
2: ah. "Yeah, yeah." No, no, you're right. During the song, it's noisy. You can't. You, know, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, dude. Exactly. If, if
16: the bassist is out of tune, nobody knows. Unless you're a musician and you right. really know. Like nobody cares. You're just kind of happy to be there. In comedy, you got a minute to make them laugh, and it doesn't matter if you're Chris Rock or Jerry Seinfeld or whoever, if they bomb in that first minute, it's going to be a rough night. Yeah, And they're going to have to deal with that, and it's very, uh,
4: you know, I, I romanticize comedy. I think it's probably one of the most badass forms of performance. It's, it's, whenever we have people coming through here, no matter what where their career has gone or what they're doing, the purest thing, the thing they, and I ask the question a lot, what do they love the most? It's that, it's stand-up. It's, yeah. it's the most direct interface. It is. Is there anybody that you've seen though?
2: Because uh, you guys, you know, encounter each other a lot. You know, a, a lot of comedians run in the same circles. Where that looking at that person, seeing them on stage, you're going, never going to work, never going to happen. And then they've surprised you and actually been able to forge a bit of a career out of it. Well, that wouldn't
15: surprise me. There's people who are like, it's never going to work, and of course they can still forge a career. I don't, I don't think it's based on. I know these people that should never quit, that are gone, and people are like, I can't believe that guy stayed. And it's not – I don't think it's based on anything other than, like, a calling where you're just going to do it. Because why – you're just not going to do it unless that's all you were going to do. Otherwise, why would you go through any of that?
16: People that are – they – whether they're funny or not we talked about it before it's sort of like being able to deal with the rejection that side of it really weighs on people and yeah. especially when you're putting yourself out there it's like stories about your life it's you know it's introspective it's this, you know autobiography you're kind of putting out there and then it's rejected i can go uh, i can go you know get a day job and make you know 80 grand a year 100 grand a year right. and not feel like a loser every single day mm-hmm. um the problem is by the time you know if you're good enough to do comedy, it's 10 years in. And that's your whole life. All your friends, everything you know, every night that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So that's why you have people that hold on for way longer than they should because at that point is all they know.
4: You're all in on it,
0: yeah. I I was watching this special last night about Richard Pryor and they talked about why he was one of the greatest uh, comedians of all time and a lot of it was um, people coming out and saying uh, that part of the reason why he succeeded was he was so raw, he was so honest except for the fact that a lot of his autobiographical stuff was completely
15: made up. Like
0: what? He, uh, his mom, he would come out and say, you know, I grew up with his mom, and she was Puerto Rican, and she wasn't. She was, she was, uh, he was uh,
15: like Elizabeth Warren of... <laughs> <laughs> As my Puerto Rican mother used to say in our family cookbook. Uh. But he, it, it was,
0: he, he got away with it because he was prior, and he would tell these stories that were so convincing, and you were like, oh, my God, you know, what a terrible background. And then the, the stories shifted over the years. Oh, I had
15: no idea about that.
16: He yeah. did have a terrible background, though, right? He'd he did, yeah. I, I yeah. always
4: heard the story that it was.
16: His mom was a prostitute.
4: It was right. even worse than his mom being Puerto Rican?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Debatably. <laughs> No, his grandmother was a was a pimp of sorts.
0: Right? That's what yeah. I thought. And his, his
15: grandmother he beat yeah. grew up in a whorehouse or yeah. something He did, crazy.
0: yeah. And, and his grandmother beat the crap out of him. I mean, he had a really sad life, you know, everything that, that, that and he never got away from how sad his life so was.
16: I don't like, have a problem with that because he, like, he made his life even a, just sound a little bit better. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have a problem if he yeah. was, like, making, if he, if he grew right. up, like, privileged and then was making right. this awful story. It's like, uh, yeah. I kind of feel bad for him after hearing that. Yeah.
5: yeah. And then when you, when you grow up like that, like, not getting a laugh is, like, kind of not that big of a deal, right? Like,
15: Yeah, you know. well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I think a, there's like a fundamental thing where some people don't get what the purpose of comedy is. Like, yeah. Nothing is funny. Everything is not funny. <laughs> that's yeah. why you're making jokes about it. So, right. yeah, it would lend itself to being a little thicker skinned.
2: If you're just jumping in, Kurt Metzger and uh, Lewis Gomez are here. They're going to be at Lewis <clears throat> J Gomez. I apologize. The
15: Honorable Lewis <laughs> J Gomez
2: uh, performing at punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow, seven thirty nine forty five. There's a Sunday show at seven thirty. As far as the format of the show, do you guys do any stuff? Are you on stage together at any point in time? No, no.
15: Luis and me just this at the punchlines strip stand up show on the tour. Sometimes it's a weird we do thing uh, they
2: do though. They put the better comedian
16: before the last comic, and this is the only show weird. that they ever that did. We like to hook them early. Yeah. With
4: that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet they
15: would
16: put
4: the stronger comedian. Up first, it's
15: bizarre. Yeah,
16: yeah. I didn't <laughs> well, want to
4: do no,
15: it. That was their idea. So. Lois, I insist on it.
4: <laughs> do you?
5: Yeah. Lewis, <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you doing for the UFC fight after your show tomorrow night? Uh, we're gonna go try to find a good place
16: to watch it. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna bail out watching Metzger set. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it. I'm gonna go watch Conor McGregor and, and Do you train?
4: Do you do any? You do any fighting?
16: I've trained very, very, very little. I did. A, I did a. Uh, like a charity fight against another comedian uh, a year and a half ago right. in Vegas for a Jason Ellis show. He did Ellis Mania, me versus Ryan O'Neal. So I went to a real training camp for three months and, uh, yeah, that's, like, the only
4: actual training Was I've there done. a particular discipline or was it just, uh, just MMA training? It was everything, you know, yeah, yeah. It, literally
16: everything. And you, I think anybody who watches it and they go, oh, this is cool, go do a couple days of training and it'll give you a whole new perspective oh, on yeah. what it is. It's really... Preston
4: Scrobb-McGobb, Black Belt. I used to. I can't do it anymore. I'd rather do
15: life. stand-up comedy than that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it's wild. You see yeah. the, the training. We, we know a, a friend of the show, an actor, Frank Grillo, who's friends with... Yeah, I know. Frank, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that guy is... Just he's so immersed and so the real deal. Did you watch his series on Netflix about about um, the MMA show that the, he did with um, the Jonas brother? Right. What, with, with that, but uh, he did one where he was he was uh, different Tra- fighting disciplines around the
15: world. Yeah, I remember that. It was wild. Yeah. I mean, a, do you remember what's that movie? he says? it's like kind of crabby, but it's pretty good. That alien movie, and they pull your brain out and put it in a thing. And his Frank starts. Frank. One, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't it, see that one. It's like blue light light in the sky oh you know yeah
5: we actually wanted him to not fire in the sky no no no, 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 no. no. That's, it's, it's
4: skylight or some, something yeah, like that we, he he we called him up and asked if he wanted to promote it he goes, yeah, yeah it's okay <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's worth watching i think <laughs> oh really okay yeah. i'll have to check it out beyond That's... skyline
15: yeah beyond skyline because yeah. it's it is crap but it's kind of awesome I, is that okay. the one that it's, was uh, made
0: in china that made a billion, indonesia, billion dollars well i think no, indonesia
15: no, no. and i think he must know there's those awesome Indonesian. What is it? That fighting like, style they have. Oh, um, oh, salat. Try. Salat. It's called. Cool. Oh, okay. And I, Salad? there's a yes, yeah, salat. <laughs> it's salat. like uh, the movie where the the cops in a building he has to fight. Fight his way out of the building. Uh, yeah, you're, you know what I'm talking about. It's Indo.
4: No, no, it's it's a re, he's he's the just raid, a re, the raid, and raid two. The raid, oh, raid redemption. Yeah, yeah, right. so damn good.
15: Yeah, that's that's Indonesian fighting style. So yeah. he's he knows them or something because those guys are in that movie Beyond
4: Skyline too. It's amazing, and he's actually done with the the, the director Joe Carnahan, who did The Gray. They've oh, really? done they've done a remake. Yeah, Frank oh. Grillo's career is uh, is, uh, is he's in a lot of stuff. He's, he's in of... the Avengers, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah, he was uh, the Hydra. Like, the, yes, the
2: head he, of Hydra. He, yes. And but, he eventually became a character called Crossbones.
4: Yeah, yeah. It was pretty wild. Yep.
2: Uh, are you guys interested Hydra? <laughs> Hydra? You don't watch? You're not a fan?
4: He was
15: part of Hydra. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow, you look like a real idiot right
4: now. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the Hydra. <laughs> I like you calling him on a nerd thing going, yeah. oh, you look stupid. Now. He sounds like the nerd to me. <laughs>
16: So anyway,
5: who's going to win the fight tomorrow night?
16: Uh, I think uh, I think Connor's going to
5: win. I thought you meant between
16: me and Lewis. (laughs) I think it's going to go the distance. Maybe a split. No, um, uh, yeah, I think Connor's going to win. Cowboy's great. Was an incredible fighter. Um, but if the best Conor McGregor shows up, oh,
15: the, that's the, who it is?
16: Yeah, yeah, Cowboy, yeah. We, we did, had had, did him. yeah. We had uh, Cowboy
15: that that podcast. That guy looks like he would just rock your world, <laughs> Cowboys. I like, dude, you let me tell you, tell he's a real MMA deal.
16: fighter. When I trained for that fight, dude, I Michael Bisping, I do a podcast with him, Believe right. Me podcast, um, available on the gas digital network, and uh. He trained with me, like, a couple times because I was training with just, you know, regular normal guys. Right. And let me explain to you the difference between UFC fighters and normal people. <laughs> yeah. You got no shot. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how tough you think you are. You got no shot. This not. man folded me in half and could have done anything he wanted with any part of my body at mm-hmm. any given second. Yeah. It, it, I literally walked out of there. I was like, I'm not a man. I couldn't I couldn't have sex for, like, a month. <laughs> It was crazy. You yeah, gotta okay. just
15: talk them down and hope that the CTE takes them out before
4: it comes to it. Yeah. We've had a number of them in here, and you know, fr- friends of the show that come in, and and it's a whole other level.
2: Yeah, yeah. Eddie Alvarez is a friend of ours. He's yeah. uh, he's Philly guy, and and you just uh, they can do what they want to with people it have no idea. Uh, Wasn't that a big are...
15: problem in, in mixed martial arts where they had people with like because they just know how to like turn their girlfriend off basically if she's into- like they don't hit their girlfriend they know submissions and they <laughs> I, I swear that. to god it's on really? HBO like the Real Sports Netflix? I didn't see yeah, like, the, the they of in <laughs> they, they, they take what's seven his name? steps um, now you're dead Who's <laughs> the who Mayhem remember Mayhem Yeah yeah, yeah. so they're talking Mayhem Miller and he goes, "Why would I ever hit my? I don't need to." He made like, an, it because he's talking about they just can like turn do you a off. Submission oh, They all would do. It's like he was huge... also
16: just in jail for hitting his girlfriend for like two years. By
4: the
15: way, <laughs> no, I, but his defense was he would not need to do that because he can just literally wow. turn her off with a.
4: <laughs> a welcome death grip. That doesn't seem appropriate, actually. Yeah, that's uh, no. That's...
15: It, it was portrait. I mean, the, they they didn't make it like it was good news. Okay, <laughs> 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 don't worry. Hey, they seem to be against it. <laughs> I don't think that should be a sport. <laughs> Girlfriend submission. <laughs>
2: no, but I, I remember, uh, yeah, Lewis, when I was training, and and uh, my my instructor even, and he was, you know, a high level, not not USC level, but literally just, you know, I just. Toying with me, playing um, with me, and the look on his face is like, Oh, this is cute. Yeah. Look at him trying. And it you really know,
16: is I humbling because you're learning how to fight. You're becoming in a very literal sense, you're becoming more able to defend yourself, right? Mm-hmm. In that moment. You're 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 training with someone yeah. who knows what they're doing, they're teaching you one on one, but at the same time, you're psychologically messed up because you are starting to realize that you're not really a man and that there's guys out there that can do this to you. Yeah. So it's a weird I, I think there's probably a is few that, years You didn't of go
15: into it knowing there were guys. <laughs>
16: I thought I like, was the I,
15: toughest person on the planet
16: before I trained that first day. you Whoa. would like to think
15: right yeah. you put on a pair of amber vision glasses and something happens to you
5: <laughs> <laughs> our uh, our midday guy owns a uh, uh b j j gym and uh and so i was I walked in there one day and I was like, all right, come on let's go let let's wrestle and listen I'm not a total puss right, but um he he... I
16: feel like you didn't even believe it when you said it. Because now <laughs> I'm out a total question.
5: <laughs> but I know, I know that this guy can manhandle me. But regardless, um, we we uh, we grappled a little bit, and then we ended up on the ground. I was on top, and it became very, very apparent to me that uh, that he, that's where he wanted yeah, me. Yeah, he had oh, you yeah. exactly where he wanted Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. look at this, so I'm I, on top. Yeah. So at first, I was like, oh, my God, I totally took him down. And then I was like, and so I'm on top of him. I'm like, okay. All right, you're going to feel some wetness on your back. Now.
15: <laughs> <laughs> Why does the deadliest martial art look like two guys spooning all the time? The most effective form of fighting is a kiss on the back of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> wrapping your legs around your opponent. Man. Conor McGregor's going to get pregnant at this moment. Yeah. Okay. So you're Big Spoon. Continue. So
5: I'm Big Spoon. <laughs> but I but I said to him, I said, "Okay, so what am I doing wrong here?" I'm like, H- "How are you going to how are you going to make me smit or knock me out right now?" And he he's like, "Well, I can do this and or that and you know." And so it was like my wrist, my elbow, my, you know, my my neck, like all of it was exposed and I had no idea. Yeah. You know, so like these are things that it's it's just Complete. You know, actually, it's first nature. It's not even second nature. The wild thing yeah. is that you, if you saw the, and it's
4: it's something that was such an epiphany. I don't know why it was, but the Penn and Teller show BS. Yeah, they I did love a that show, show about the martial arts. And statistically, you're <laughs> you're more likely to get injured. Training. That's why I don't want to wanna do that because I just am
15: paranoid of being injured, like practicing. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Well, because yeah, the thing problem I don't is you're dealing
16: with people who are like, let's say you're doing jiu jitsu. I got injured in jiu jitsu a bunch. Uh, I mean, when I went to that fight, I, I had a, a subluxed shoulder. My, 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 uh, rib is still popping out. My hand was broken. It was crazy. The amount yeah. of injuries that I, I dealt with. Right. And it's because you're just dealing with people on a lower level who don't really know what they're doing, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So when you're dealing with a black belt, he sort of understands how, your level, how to work with you. But you're dealing with a bunch of white belts who are just sort of like, hey, I'm going to go in there and try to, you know, win this round. You're right.
4: You're right. Do you ever see on on Twitter? It's a, it's a um, I've, Preston. You followed it as well. It's like it's called Bad Martial Arts. Oh yeah. And oh it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never saw hilarious. that. Yeah, it's hilarious. Really oh, that sounds <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. It's the where the you have this. Uh, maybe a lot he's of play this, acting. Yeah, where yeah. the sensei is just moving his hand and and they're flying back. <laughs> and it, it's yeah. who's,
15: maybe that. Cl- it's like a classic video, but some it's some karate school. And this black guy in a kung fu gi, gi comes in. Right. And he's like somebody. Fu-. Like he just challenges yeah. these oh, yeah. guys, and they just never mess him it. up. It's so hilarious because they're their things nonsense too. But they finally have the chance. It actually it
2: actually happens a fair amount for uh, people that own martial arts studios. People so come in and fight. The
4: quote, the uh, studio. Say, all right, so karate Kid's show you how this. They call, is
16: call it dojo. Um, there's a name for it. Yeah. A, I just talked about this with. Business. Are I feel you like,
4: kidding? This
2: is and like, nine times out of ten the school will go dojo yeah, storming. Get out of here. You know, just leave. We're dojo
16: storming. Storming, I think it's called. And they come in and they go, yeah, I want to challenge your toughest guy. It just happened with um, uh, uh, Derek Lewis, who's a a big, big boy out of American Top Team. And uh, this boxer, professional boxer, was like, yeah, I want to come in. I want to box your best uh, MMA guy. And there's a video of it. Dude, Derek Lewis beats the piss out of this guy. It's crazy. I mean, it looks like it is a violent attack. And he just falls through the ropes. And then he's like, well. There you go. And that's what happens that's 99% what percent of the and time. And you're
5: saying yeah. this is common. Yeah. Pretty very common. common. I guess that's common. You know, um, bouncers run into this issue quite a yeah. bit. Like the oh, big guy, God. yeah. We used so- to
15: see it this, to, at the cellar, and the bouncers, they had the cellar. And up, they look like they swallow other bouncers. They're huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd watch these drunk idiots, and they're like NYU age. Right. And like I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah,
4: Well, it's booze, right? I
15: saw a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. I heard it. I was on the stairs of the cellar, and at the cafe Wa next door, some drunk had like <laughs> Hit on a waitress from the Wa and then she turned him down very nicely, too. He crumpled up his Mamoon's falafel napkin, (laughs) threw it in her face. So the guy that worked there, that was her her boyfriend, saw it. Like this guy had no idea her boyfriend. He goes, So I just heard somebody go, That's my girl, dog. And I heard. The punch. Oh, jeez. So I went, oh, wow. And I got up to look. And then this dude, he's getting up and put his, he was wearing flip-flops. They were both perfectly in a stance. He was getting up and picking his, he got knocked out of his flip-flops. They were just standing there perfectly. It was amazing. Wow. He he
16: pooped out the falafel sandwich. (laughs) There
2: was one of those
4: tacks in it with the little
2: something. Yeah, yeah. Ernie wow. just texted me. Ernie owns uh, a yeah. Universal, Kromagai Universal, and uh, he said it's called McDojo. Is an, kind of a nickname they have for that. But yeah,
5: do that stuff. Yeah, wow. Mc,
2: McDojo. He said it's very
5: common. Yeah, I yeah. kind of i i. That's what I did. I to uh, to Jackson at his place because I was. Uh, at the world, you Boys. came in and you Tear challenged. I basically challenged him. I walked. I watched. All right, mo- let's. Yeah, I watch movies. I saw Bloodsport <laughs> a lot of times. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. You, I'm gonna make you say Mate, hey, bro.
15: That really is a beautiful mind that has that in their head that they're going to just challenge a dojo like that's your dream. Well, it's
5: almost like a, a
2: freaking uh, uh, a heckler at a comedy show trying to uh, that makes show more that more sense. funnier than you. Well, yeah, i no, should actually, be no physical harm in it. I, not that I want hecklers, but that's
15: not – I don't look at that as – because if you engage me – I feel like you've lost. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing that's hard to deal with, I think, in a show is the people that are just talking like you're not there.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Other so phone, you, have, you have to
15: yeah. let them ruin it for the crowd first. Yeah. Like, I just won't go with somebody that's doing that. I'll I'll wait until I see the crowd. Like, is he going to do something? Yeah, that's the trick. Because otherwise... People don't realize how much it's screwing your show and they're like, Why is he being so mean to those people? Yeah, because
16: comedy sensitive, so it's like you're you're on stage, there's two hundred people there, there's a person right here like talking on their phone or having a conversation at the table. Nobody else notices. They're all engaged with you. They're like, This guy's great. And then out of nowhere you snap and you go, Hey lady, get off your phone and then they're like, dude. Well Lewis does he was that, dang. don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... I want I want the person to be violently removed from the club. I don't care how old Let's... they are, I don't care the size. I want three or four bouncers to drag them out by their head and to teach
4: everyone else a lesson.
15: I think we see the secret <laughs> of your non-acting ability. I don't this care non vulnerability Well, you'll
4: be actually. There's a video I think that runs of us at, uh, at yeah punchline punchline, punchline, punchline that, that, tells that people the instructions quiet. yeah and how to be uh, if, it's just, proper.
15: Not that I want a heckler, but it's there's something bad. If somebody just is like engaging. With me, like I said, like you can't. I have a microphone and I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm
5: right. like you, Do you can't have an act. All right, so you have your act right. Mm. Do you have a separate? S- act for that is just for hecklers or is all no. of that stuff sort of I like I mean I've
15: had a cheesy work, lot essentially? like I've definitely had the same cheesy running line for, like, a problem bridal shower.
4: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, a yeah. problem bridal shower. Right? Yeah, like,
15: the yeah, worst yeah. audience you have is, like, a, bro- you know, we're yeah. an office party. Oh, uh, okay. Just, it, look, the job is dealing with drunks. It's the same mm-hmm. job as right. the right. down- He just screams the C word at them.
16: <laughs> That's, <it. laughs> That's how he goes
0: with it. It really sounds like Lewis's approach and Kurt's approach are very different. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
16: he is wearing tactical glasses. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, I, I true. I pull out an assault rifle.
15: <laughs> you want to hack a lady? <laughs> um, you really are a Mac from Always Funny Yeah, I am I, go, I get from being fat to in shape It's, uh, it's great uh,
16: But no, that's, you're right about that With, If there's like a heckler What you gotta do is you have to The trick is to go Say something along the lines of like these people paid their hard-earned money to be here. Yeah. And, look what you do, and then everyone's like, yeah, we did pay our hard-earned <laughs> <laughs> money. And you can re- if you're really good, you can convince a crowd to jump that person.
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
16: if
2: you're really good at your job.
5: Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> it's how Hitler did
16: it. It's a like you know. gang
5: initiation.
2: <laughs> exactly. Wow. All right. wow. Make them part of your team. Well, keep that in <laughs> mind when you come to the show. Shut up and watch the show. <laughs> you can laugh all you want. No talking, no phones, none of that stuff. But Kurt and uh, Lewis are going to be at Louis J., are going to be at uh, <laughs> Punchline Philly mm-hmm. tonight at seven thirty nine forty five. Same thing tomorrow, and then Sunday at seven thirty. I'm going to bet you those shows sell out, gang. Yeah.
15: The to- J stands for genius. <laughs> 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 I hate how he, he said
16: that about me seven years ago, and he just gets and he's never to keep on getting, become less funny. getting rooms of people to laugh in my face with that over and over and I over again. It. It's a nice
15: little button for the show. I,
16: hate you. <laughs> I
2: love it. You can go to punchlinephilly.com to get tickets. Guys, enjoy your time uh-huh. in the city. We love you being here, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for coming to this thanks, for Kurt Lewis, guys. Yay! All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. I saw the Enigma in our uh, Xfinity lounge. we got a gang here for the, uh, the one and only... Uh, tattoo convention, the annual tattoo arts convention this weekend. So we'll find out what's up with them and uh, Brittany. Yeah. Probably all this calendar stuff. we will be
1: back in a moment. Stay with us. The President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now. 933 WMMR. Now. Everything that rocks.
2: All right, before we welcome our guest, I think I need to talk to Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, do we have cause for celebration?
6: Yeah, I think I just won $1,000. I think you're, you're right. right. Yeah.
7: Easy
2: money is what we call the contest. So you entered the word pay. How did you do it? Did you text yes, did. it or did you use the app or the website? On the app. You did it On the app. Um, Tiffany, Mm -hmm. your great days may not be over because you're also registered for $10,000 as well. Yeah. So that could happen, too. Where are you from, Tiffany? Uh, Newcastle,
6: Delaware.
2: From Delaware. Excellent. Tax-free shopping. That thousand will go further. Yes, it will, you small (laughs) wonder you. All right, Tiffany, congratulations. Thanks for listening to MMR. Congrats on your win. All right, appreciate it. Tiffany, everybody. Next chance is coming up at 11 a.m. Pierre Robert is going to have your opportunity to win. And uh, what do you want me to mention here?
5: Oh, nothing. You were I thought you were looking for that information. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. This information, all right, 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. Those are your opportunities today. And then if you miss out, don't worry. We're going to get it started up again next week. So, hey, we have a lot of activity in the Xfinity Lounge uh, that is going on. And the 22nd annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention is happening all weekend. So we have some friends who are here to promote that event. It's at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. You can get tattooed on site by 1,500 of the world's best tattoo artists. So uh, the convention also features sideshow acts and depth-defying human suspension from the performers that we have in the studio, like Marlo Marquez, who's here, uh, the Old City a Sideshow, Alakazam, the Human Knot, and the Enigma is here too. The Enigma has visited us before. The Enigma is awesome. So, from what I understand, is the studio cam up and running yeah, in buddy. the Xfinity Lounge, mm-hmm. so you can get a sneak peek of what you can see at the convention center, which is today through Sunday. It is the biggest in the world. Yeah, that we have right here in Philadelphia. So you will not believe what these uh, what these crew can do. Uh, so take a look. Anyhow, all right, we have uh, a friend to welcome to our studio. She is in town, and we're excited because we haven't seen her in a little while. Uh, Season three of the uh, show, Very Cavallari, had uh, premiered on the 9th, and I'm sure you were right there for it, Steve. I was. Thursday. I watched it
4: last night, too.
2: At 9 o'clock, and uh, we remember when she was 18 years old. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah. And in the pages of the Preston and Steve Totally Office calendar in 2009, I believe, is when that and was, And she was right? in a couple years. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But that was a really naked one. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. 2009 one. Brittany Taylor <laughs> yeah. is I was here. That,
12: that was the one oh I was talking hey. about. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, how naked was I? Uh, yeah, you uh,
2: were You were really. I was
12: 18 on the edge of it. That's what it was. Super <laughs> duper
2: naked. In fact, that was uh, Lauren Harris, our, our, our cover gal extraordinaire, had recommended that let's do naked this year. The theme <laughs> should be naked. And we're like, okay. Yes, it yeah. should. We can do that. Sure now was.
4: she's in Seattle looking for Sasquatch. So yeah. they're, 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 yeah. exactly. how, how things change. Yeah. It's wonderful to see you. You look
12: amazing. Thanks. This is crazy. I haven't seen you guys in so long.
2: Yeah, it's been years. Yeah. I Except know. Kathy saw you in Nashville, Kathy. right?
12: Yeah. So I yeah
2: went,
3: I went out to Nashville for a bachelorette party, and we took the whole party to the store, and we went shopping. Huh. Uh, and it was really cool. You she came out to say hi, and uh, it was cool to see people coming up to you and or not. You
12: notice how people just stare at me? <laughs> they, well, they were. They were staring. Yeah. At a couple of
3: people came over, asked for a picture, though. You were very nice. Yeah. And, um, I kind of, but I I was telling them last night, um, on our call that. When you walked into the store, like I felt like the employees were like, "Okay, she's here, she's here, yeah.
12: like you're you're a big deal." <laughs> the, well, the last time we went into the store, uh, he can attest to it. We uh, we we were in there, and we were, I was just talking about something, and I always find something. So I think I, the other day I was like, "Oh, look, there's this ring that's on the floor," and <laughs> immediately everybody started cleaning. But it's just because I think one, I've been there like almost since inception, and this then is uncommon storage, my baby. Yeah, right, right. right
9: which yeah, is, let's okay for let's those, frame it. for the
2: uninitiated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what's the show? What's the okay. store? I don't okay. know what you guys are talking about. Let's pretend that. Okay. So,
12: Uncommon James is a jewelry line that was started by Kristen Cavallari, who's. The is, Hills. Hit the Hills, who's right. Jay Cutler's wife. Um, quarterback
4: and for the the Bears. The Bears.
12: They moved to Nashville uh, a few years ago, and she started Uncommon James. It's now grown into um, three brands. So you have Uncommon James, the jewelry line. You have Little James, which is the baby line, and then you have Uncommon James home. So with all of that being online and everything blown up right around it is a um, reality show that kind of – it, it It shows us it, it literally brings out the you know, what's going on with the store, but now in season three, we're also showing our lives. So um, it kind of uh, sets the tone for how the business is building and then what's going on around it. Well, their so,
4: and you are you, listen, so I, I'm not we 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 make fun <laughs> of reality shows all the time. I watch this show because you're on it and then but i I like the show against my better judgment i i pretty much like everybody on the show except people that give you crap (laughs) uh but uh it's it's very engaging to watch the the building of this business and i kristin cavallari i was familiar with her from the hills a little bit very attractive but um she's got a good sense of business and 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 so we talked about this you and i on the phone and all reality television is massaged in certain ways so but you know, at its essence it's it's pretty engaging. I yeah. think you need a likable, good looking cast so you can check all that. That's <laughs> yeah, you all got there. That. <laughs> and um and in a particular demo it's rocking, but you are the second storyline on the show yeah. especially this season. I know,
12: I don't know if this season is my favorite one <laughs> though cuz this but is like life.
4: You're you you break up with your boy your ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. now. You uh I, and I would say an upgrade has taken place, but you um, think? I think yes. <laughs> yeah, I keep uh, hearing that the other guy we did
5: do- All right. Well, listen. He was an a-hole
4: apparently. Well, I- there, there was just when when and and correct me if I'm wrong here, Brittany, if I'm speaking out of turn. This no. this guy this not you listen you don't want to disparage anybody but you were at one level in your life when you met him and he wasn't prepared to accept you've taken a quantum leap forward in your success yeah and he wasn't prepared to process that
12: and what's really crazy about this year is um so like we're talking about massaging the story so, so life happens right And we have to like follow it the biggest thing was what is it
0: No, no, no. No, no, We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Uh, it. has nothing to do with you. There's uh, there's stuff
12: going on I was like, did you find um, a photo? Okay. No, no,
2: no. Let let me jump in here. I do want to explain this because we have our studio cam in the Xfinity lounge, and the Enigma is hammering a nail into his nose right now, and I was watching that, and I was just telling (laughs) Nick, can you turn this off because it's distracting me. If you want to watch online, it's on PrestonSteve.com. He's hammering like a six-inch nail up his nostril. Okay, you know what? I have a zipper. I'll just pull my
12: shirt down. There you
2: go. Back to Brittany. There we go. All right. I Turn
5: it off. So, <laughs> um, but yeah.
12: anyway, so so the so life happens, right? That I get, the thing about it, and I and I try to be as uh, diplomatic as possible because yeah. I don't want to trash anyone, right? No. Have, I think um, with ha- what happened this year, what I realized is that two people can really love each other and be extremely toxic, and yeah. that's kind of where we were our talking about this earlier. we yeah. were
4: talking about sometimes somebody can bring out. The good people, but yeah. when they get together, they can bring out the worst in each other. Right. And that can happen, and this, this is what happened. He's a country uh, artist, uh-huh. and and so that was that. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't think, initially, a while ago, you were just, we were kind of bouncing some ideas off me when you were, you are going to be getting into this show, and, uh, I, how could how could you possibly perceive? I mean, because the show does very well for E. Mm-hmm. It's doing very well. They even moved it off its Sunday slot and put it on a. you Can know. Say, yeah. It's got a good slot.
3: I remember when she came in and was talking to you about
4: it, and she was yeah. like,
12: "What do you think? Do you think I should I go so out there and do it? it? Mm-hmm. Should I move?" And now, now look at you. Now, <laughs> now I'm here.
4: Now I'm We're here. very proud of you. It's yes. very cool.
12: But by saying that, I I like one of the really cool things about this season is it's super personal. Yeah, and I'm able to show myself and. It, Oddly enough, I have like hundreds of DMs. I was just telling my girlfriends of women that are saying I'm, I was in that I I am or I was in that exact same situation, and so saying that I probably caused a lot of divorces this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but either way, I think what's really cool about it is that I, I don't know what was so interesting about me, and now being able to see. What the camera sees and being like, oh, OK, there are there are elements of me that are interesting, except for you're, just being a nerd on.
4: You're on genuinely a good person That's and, and you're, 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 your I heart's try. in the right place. And, and what happens is that people saw you going through. We've all been through stuff and sometimes we're the dick in a relationship and sometimes mm-hmm. we're the however it works out. Reality shows, I think, when they when they work, work on this. Level, I, so this, Preston, very capillary is not over the top. Real housewives mm-hmm. bouncing off the turnbuckle, you know, smashing tables yeah. over and all that stuff. And I so. also
12: think it's palatable because Jay's on it. So it brings an element of like dudeness, if that's a word. But and like, he, you know, it's not as like you're not watching like a bunch of women be catty with no, each other. No, you're right.
4: And he actually yeah, serves Preston as you would serve, as we guys would serve as the, I stay out of this. Okay, I, I, I have no interest in this. Well, so he'll be
12: like, that's stupid. Why are you doing that? Yeah. yeah.
4: So Brittany, what's your favorite part of the show? What's
0: your least favorite part of the show?
12: Uh, my favorite part about being part of the show would be, um, I don't know the glow up. I really think that I found my voice. I, yeah. When I came to Nashville, I didn't have a plan. I just kind of wanted to, you know, fit in and figure it out. And I was moving from Miami, and life had really changed for me. Because
0: you lived around the world. I mean, you were you were I opening was, you were working for Hooters for a stretch, right? Yeah. And opening up stores in different, uh, like in Thailand and, and exotic places. Yeah. Which is a fascinating life, but I'm sure exhausting too. Yeah, I wanted
12: to like ground myself a little bit. Right. So Nashville came into in, into my peripheral, and I. We, I settled there and everything was great and trying to figure out myself there. And Nashville comes with its own sense of uh, circumstances because it is in the south. So being from Philadelphia and living in the south, <laughs> you, you know, but it's I became all kind of aggressive. It's cool. a culture shock. I, it's yeah. a big one. And then yeah. I figured all of that out and uh, I found kind of my way and my group. And then, you know, the show came about and I met Kristen and then all of a sudden – I was allowed to be myself in Nashville. It wasn't just trying to fit in and say bless your heart. It was like no, no, no. Like there is a metropolitan that's growing inside of Nashville, and everybody's a transient, and we're all trying to figure
4: out our way. And well, I, I want to go. I want to go back. It's go so try. fun. Yeah, you know what I was. Is always it always...
3: fun living there? It like, is. Like I went, and you know, after my four days there, I was like. I gotta go home,
12: and you know <laughs> mainly because I'm. I, I you were on Broadway, yeah, and like, you did the honky tongs right? I can't do it. I go, everyone's like, you want to go downtown? I'm like, no, I can't do it. Unless I, you have to like build yourself up for it. But yeah. like the outskirts and like some of the
3: other neighborhoods mm. are really nice. Like where the uncommon James store is, that's a really cool neighborhood.
12: Yeah, it's really cool, and it's nice that, that when I when I first moved to Nashville five years ago, um, it. Wasn't anything that it is now. And so it's really cool what Philly has is like the districts, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Downtown and the burbs. You're seeing that build and you're seeing right. companies come in and you're seeing, and as long as you're akin to that change, like I grew up in the city, so I love watching cities build. I, the more that things are, are happening and restaurants are opening and um, businesses are opening, like it's just, it's becoming such a cool city to be around. And there's a lot of people my age, like there's a lot of young women. Who look like me and are entrepreneurial and a lot of young businessmen and so it's like a really young town so my so le-
0: least favorite part of the show yeah the
12: least favorite part of the show is uh, I feel like um, uh, and I have to say this very kindly because I know that at the end of the day everyone has a job to do yeah. and there are producers that have a show that they have to make um, but my least part of the least favorite part of the show is feeling like I'm I'm
4: being pushed or or almost duped. Yes. Like, I
12: feel like sometimes it... Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I, you never really know who to trust. And that's kind of where...
4: Well, the massaging, when we talk about it. Right. And, and that's... So the the company that, that the producers, good pro- producers of reality shows, yeah. do that. Yeah. And, like, so, and, and with, set up dynamics.
12: The biggest thing was, like, John and I broke up this year, right? So they have to tell the story. That makes sense to the audience. They have to understand what happened. They need to know what, what, what got us there. And I was so ready to be done. I don't think people realize, like, when you film a show... You film what happens, a or a a or b. Like it's either been happening or it is happening. The cameras on are on twenty four seven, so they have to catch up to whatever you're doing, and then you're talking about it in an interview setting with just you and the camera looking at you for weeks on end. And I would come out of it like like a mind puzzle, like like oh my gosh, why can't I get over this? Why can't I close the door? And it you was just wanted to be done. With I them. wanted to be done, but it's like six weeks of torture. Like you're just sitting there mm-hmm. acting like it happened yesterday, and then and then. Three or three to five months later, it shows up on TV, and the entire world gets to have their opinion of you. Right. And that is my least favorite part because I, they tell me to be vul- vulnerable. They like in scene, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you know, thank you so much for being vulnerable. This is so great." And you don't really know how it's going to end up. And when you see it on TV, you're like, oh, "You guys got me again. You did it again. You made me, made me see that." You like, know the editors,
5: by the way. I mean, um, are, are those? Faceless people, or do you know who's actually make, making the edits?
12: Um, So I did the Britney Taylor thing, and I went to the studio, <laughs> and I met everybody in L.A., and I, they're great. Like, that's the thing is, like, the, everybody has a job to do. Like, they're, they're creating a show. Like, if mm-hmm. it's not a hit TV show, it doesn't come back on, and nobody has a job. So, like, they're really great people, but they are sitting in a room... You know, there. I think there's eight of them, and they're like, okay, okay, what's happening here? And okay, what's in the scene? Okay, what's Brittany doing over here? Okay, well, what's Kristen saying over here? Or how do we make this work? Like, what does this make sense? Or this doesn't look good. And so, I, I don't think it's good, bad, or indifferent. I think it's just the fact that you have real life, you have what's being captured, and then you have what's telling the story the best.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we we had a, we, And I told yeah. you there were a couple times they came and they wanted to do a reality show based around around this show. Yeah, and um and a lot of the stuff. Well, you know, can, can we do this or what? The set of dynamic where this would happen. It's like no, and, and a lot of times we on our show we're making fun of of crappy reality shows. So <laughs> yeah. it'd be just dis- it'd be disingenuous. <laughs> well, I would imagine yeah. with a reality show, you just you shoot as much video as you possibly can, yeah,
2: and then you can you can edit it to tailor it the way you want it to be. I mean, there's they yeah. they do what's called Franken editing. Where they they take uh, a reaction to something that's not really a reaction. Something that happened.
4: Wait, yeah, Yeah. like 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 somebody just listening to someone talk suddenly becomes a standoffish Mm. glance. Yeah,
12: but then to the opposite effect, you're like, no, 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 this actually. Because people are like, oh, reality TV is so fake, and you're like, no, this actually happened. Like, I'm actually crying. Like that. Like how they edited or whatever you think. That's that's fine. Because again, they're telling the story. But I'm like. Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, this part's true. You know, like I did this. Like I really cried. Like I'm really upset. I you know, really broke up with him. Like
4: the truth. Hi. The truth of the matter is now we've, we. The audience, I think in general, has been trained to know what to look for. Right. And you're. The, I honestly, I'm watching the damn show. That's what said That's what speaks a lot. And I. And it's, I'm obviously because you're on it, but I do enjoy the show. I yeah. do. The, I do enjoy the dynamic. And I think on as far as these things go. It all reads pretty. It seems to be pretty accurate. I mean, last night was a pretty heart wrenching episode where yeah, you're you're, you're, you're cleaning out the apartment of you know after the relationship <laughs> has gone asunder, and you weren't faking that. No, yeah. and again,
12: people don't realize like so the, I, that was kind of the, the the kicking moment of me having to move out, and um, I was crying so hard because again, like the cameras are there, they're getting ready to set up, and I remember them putting the lights up, and they're setting it, and, I'm, and I and I I told one of the producers I was like, but, but yeah, I. I don't got it in me today. And he's yeah. like, just just walk through and just grab a box. And, like, you're just moving out. We just want to capture that. And I walked into the room and I lost it. Yeah. And he's like, okay, 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 okay. Camera's up. Like, we just, I was like, I can't. It was because it, it is emotional. It's, it is, it's my real life happening on TV. So, like, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. I, like, I, I look back and I'm like, man, I could do better with styling. <laughs> but, or, like, put makeup on. But you know who's, who's, a, who's
4: uh, Kristen Cavallari herself is has, was basically raised in reality television. Right. And I'm surprised at how much I like her because she would normally be the kind of person that I think would be very superficial and so on and so forth. No. But but she doesn't read that way.
12: No. And in in real life, I think that's the crazy part of of where I've really leaned on her as a mentor in this because she has been here since she was 17. Yeah. On reality TV. And so really kind of navigating my way through friendships and business while being filmed, has been, like, instrumental. Like, she's been instrumental a part of it. I don't truly know where I'd be without it.
2: What's the bigger part of the job? The actual, the brand, the business, or the TV show?
12: The business, okay, by and, far.
2: But let me ask you this. Does the TV show pay decently well? We're friends here. We can... Ask. Nobody's listening. Um, Are you a millionaire?
12: Just, no, I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> I saw my I saw my WikiLeaks. I was like, wow, if that's what you guys really think I'm worth. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> um, uh, no, I it, it, decent in the sense of like the first season, of course not, right? Because right. you're a nobody. Kristen's yeah, yeah, the yeah. only one, and she's a producer. um Saying that they have been very generous about, you know, let's talk let's talk about your contract again. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, if the show goes away. um my what I have been doing and where I've advanced in the company has been my number one. And it always has
4: been.
2: Have you monetized your social media because you've no. gotten a, no, really? OK, no, because you've gotten I, a, a number
4: of followers to the t- television. I, channel, that's, so. that's where you're from computers and I.T. and things yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Age, yeah.
12: And I think I'm being a little bit um, methodical on it only because I have watched, you know, I'm friends with the Bachelorettes and the Bachelors because there's a lot of them that live in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. You know Hannah B.? I don't know Hannah B. Okay. but all my friends I know. Caleb <laughs> Briscoe. It's the only,
4: one, the only one I care about. She's hot, man. Caleb, yeah. you know right. Caleb?
12: Huh? No, I don't know Caleb. Right. But, right. uh, but I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, but, um, <laughs> mm. but anyway, I know all of them, and then obviously some of the people who have left the show. Um, you get that little sense of of, of fame and, and influencing, and then all of a sudden they, you know, certain, certain brands come at you, and I I equivalent it to, I try to equate it to like the dating thing where they're like, okay, you know some men like what falls right off the tree. Like you have to be the top. And so that's kind of how I view my social media is that I have a lot to say and I really do want to work with brands, but I'm not going to just work with the sugar bear hairs of the world. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's just that doesn't, that's, I've never been. You want to been, curate
4: it and you want to have a good relationship with the people that follow right. you. And
12: they know it ultimately, whatever I'm posting and going, hey, you get 20% off if you put Britt Taylor yeah. is is a sale. And I've, I don't want to sell you on something I don't believe in. And that's just, I, I might be losing money. I might be losing a ton of trips, but it's not worth it for me. Yeah.
2: Sugar bear hairs?
12: No. It's like a gummy that you eat, and it like makes your hair grow. Oh,
2: I didn't know
10: that. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
12: Well, they, I, oh no. Go ahead. They. I think that a lot of brands, a lot of brands, like use like influencers for like the, the like the tummy teas and like things like that. Okay. And again, I'm not bagging on it at all. Like I think, do you boo boo? If you that's where you want to go and make the most money, <laughs> do you boo boo? Do you boo boo? But for me, I want to work or partner with things that I believe in because ultimately. I don't have a lot of time, you know. Like I, I have my my actual life that now has become a priority to make my friends and my relationships a priority and, and living. Yeah. And then you have the the time that it takes to film the reality show, and then, uh, and most importantly, I have a job that I have to put forty to fifty hours a week in. So That's so cool. If I'm gonna do something, then it has to be worth that. And yeah. I, th- posting with like a few things that I don't believe in to sell a few things it just doesn't it doesn't make sense so to you, me.
0: you still manage your own stuff your own social media and all of that you haven't had yeah a, have you been approached by uh companies to say hey we want to run this for you we, yeah I, and we can monetize it
12: yeah and i'm not gonna do that I think well i smart.
0: will say I I think
4: I, you're smart
12: I, yeah. also i want that money like yeah. I don't, i'm not paying yeah. I'm, until it gets to a point i'm not paying anybody to do things for me i gotta well it myself. i found out um, about Uncommon
3: James through you. That that was the only reason. I, I knew you were on the show. I wanted to watch it because you were on it. Um, I bought my first piece of jewelry when I came out to the store, and it's like, I, I love it. I love the brand. I love the jewelries, and it was mainly because of you
12: because I knew you were on the show, and that's how I was introduced to yeah, it. Yeah, and honestly, every time I get a raise, it's like my sponsorship just increased, you know? So I'd rather be sponsored by Uncommon James and Sugar Bear. Sugar
4: Bear and, and, <laughs> Sugar Bear and, and uh, Tummy T. Let me, let me ask you... <laughs> People don't realize you're you're like you're you're a muckety muck in the company and then, so there's one in Chicago now, yes.
12: Yes, and we're thinking about in another one. Dallas.
4: Mm-hmm. What about thinking Philadelphia?
12: Of- oh that would I mean, if you guys really can push that one, I would love that.
4: I'm kind of of that demo. I could run it. (laughs) Uh, Be walking around there with my tummy teasing.
12: That is like the logical next step. Yeah. But she, I mean, she, and she's, and the thing is with Kristen's, the sky is truly the limit. She's looking at at, at expanding, you know, even a brand and and looking into something different online. But uh, we just launched our loyalty program two days ago. Like we're really like from... The ground up, the growth has been insane, and I, I kind of want to follow that train. than just the, you know,
4: you, you're on a rock the rocket, man. By, you you hey, are, yeah, it's great.
2: Hey, Britt. So, it, uh, season three premiered on the ninth. How many, how many episodes in the season? Any idea?
12: There are eleven. Okay, there are eleven episodes, and um, yeah, I'm ready for. The middle of the season, it's going to get fun.
2: Okay. All right. So, are you done for? It's, it, have you filmed everything for this third season, or is it still actively going? We're on? still active. Okay. It's like it's
12: like a they call them pickups, and so they want to like there are certain things that they haven't seen. Um. So the the you know the episode airs and or I'm sorry, you go through the filming and then the the season airs and then they're like, oh my gosh, what else? Like, it's almost like a what's happening now kind of okay. thing. Okay. So oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, so oh. we have one more yeah. round of that, and <clears> then um, and then you know prayers we get picked up again. So yeah. And I don't know where life takes me, but
4: well, wow. it, 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 I, it's amazing where it is. We're we're totally thrilled for you. We're like, very
2: proud of you. Yes, so
4: proud of you, actually, because yeah, yeah. you Ooh, remember guys? that eighteen-year-old girl
2: that strolled into Mad River, buck naked to BNR. Our... <laughs>
12: Philly's house, big boobs. Something I forgot. Don't about that's right. Philly's hottest, big money. Oh, my God. Everyone's like, you're Philly's hottest? <laughs> or you Philly's hottest? I was like, oh. What I can't my talk favorite about line ever
0: about that? you was: was Steve, we had you in studio, and I think you were on the hottie cam, and Steve said, the only thing that would make you better is if you could fart cash. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 Honestly,
12: that might be a.
4: That's yeah. probably happening soon. <laughs> I could
3: probably do that. Yeah, has yeah, any yeah. of that, any of those photos, or any of your past, your naked past, come back to haunt you with the show? Uh, Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah.
12: Someone sent him a link of my new guy. Yeah, oh, what was the link <laughs> of those <that was> photos? <laughs> yeah,
8: he was alright. <laughs> <they were> <laughs>
12: <Yeah. He> <laughs> but but here's the thing. That's the difference between the new and the old, right? The old one maimed me for weeks. He was like, I can't believe you did that to yourself. Oh, and blah, blah, blah blah blah. And I was like, you know what? I was 18. I was having fun. I was whatever. He's like, well, you're hot. I mean, <laughs> I get that. So yeah. I like, well,
4: we talked. You, you know, and and for what you said, what Chris uh, Cavalieri had, had said to you about the advice and so on and, <laughs> and so forth. She said, let go, go do it. Listen. It all worked out well. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, you do and, you, yeah. boo-boo. Yeah, you do yeah. you, <laughs> boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all right, right. <laughs> well, listen,
2: uh, Brittany, it's wonderful to see you. We Thanks, miss you, guys. but we're we're so proud and, and happy that you're doing uh, doing this well. Uh, so you can catch uh, Very cavalleri on E! Thursdays at 9 p.m., and uh, there are a couple episodes in, so there's ways to go.
4: Yeah, it's compare awesome. notes yeah. with me on Twitter. I watch it. Yes. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Brittany Taylor. Thank
2: you. Love you. She's awesome. Okay, so Casey, what's the story with this? So here's
5: the deal, Preston. Yeah. Um there is a multiple choice angle to this question. There Let's always do that. has been. And now, <laughs> I want you to ask the question mm-hmm. and you could probably decide whether or not you even need a multiple choice when you get to the um You're right. The, um, I'm looking at
2: it now. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's the Dr. Oz question. And we know that the show was interrupted by the uh, impeachment trial. So uh but listen to the this, you'll probably get it even if you didn't see it. On yesterday's show, Dr. Oz speaks to Daryl Hammond, who talks about the mental health issues he faces with as a result of the trauma he suffered at the hands of his mother when he was a child. What show did Daryl Hammond, what show (laughs) was he a longtime star of? 215 263 WMMR. Oh, what the hell? I'll give you the multiple choice. Is it A Saturday Night Live, B The Big Bang Theory, or C Modern Family? Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do? It's a real head scratcher. Mm. Call now 215 263 WMMR. Caller number seven. We will go with you. Thank you, Casey. By the way, and so I'm watching The Enigma on our studio cam. In the Xfinity Lounge, he is about to swallow a sword. (laughs) They've been doing all kinds of outrageous. Kathy, look at the video. Look at the video. He's about to swallow a sword. Oh, he's just (laughs) pretending now. He's going to really do it in a bit. But you can watch now at com. We're going to have talk to these guys. The Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention is your chance to meet TV celebrities as well uh, from shows like Black Ink, Tattoo Nightmares, and Ink Master. Oh, God! Only happens once (laughs) a year. He's doing it now. Oh, my God. So check it out, tickets are just uh, twenty-two bucks by the way. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay no, with us. Not watching
6: it. What's the news? Why do you ask? Highly suspect. It took me
1: 16 years mind, yeah. One to love, yeah.
5: Ozzy Osbourne. Pray to hell,
2: pray to hell the Who? Featuring Ashes to New.
6: New music, more of everything that rocks on ninety-three-three
2: WMMR. All right, so we had a question about the Dr. Oz show yesterday. Uh, he spoke to Daryl Hammond, who talks about the mental health issues he faced with the result of the trauma he suffered in the hands of his mother, who I, was
4: incredibly abusive. I did not know that. Yeah, he had a. We were trying to get him on when he had this biography, autobiography out. Wow. She she made Sybil's mother look like uh, uh, Mar- uh, Brady, uh, Mrs. Brady. Poor guy. Horrible, yeah.
2: Good thing he, you know. Fortunately, he's he's had a successful life and uh, so on. But um, well, the question that we have, and it's a dumb question: What show was Daryl Hammond a longtime star of? We'll go to Frank and see if he knows. Hey, Frank, how you doing? Good. Get to the Zooks. To the Zitty <laughs> Zitty Zooks. Do I even need to ask, or should I just give you the five hundred? Do you want to answer the question?
7: I would love to answer it.
2: Okay. What show was he on?
7: Saturday Night Live. Of
2: yeah. course. <laughs> Frank, we have $500 for you. It's just that simple. So congratulations.
7: That's awesome. Thank you so much.
2: All right, buddy. Hang on just a second. We'll get your information. Don't forget, you can get a daily dose of the Dr. Oz Show. Each day, Dr. Oz offers health tips, true crime stories, food investigations, and celebrity interviews. Watch the Dr. Oz Show weekdays at 2. That is on Fox 29. In a little while, we're going to speak to uh, people that are appearing at the 22nd Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention Uh, They have been on our uh, studio cam, which is in the Xfinity room. I saw the Enigma hammering a nail into his nose and swallowing swords. Yeah. And then I saw, we need to meet everybody. So we have a lot of great people here. Somebody was, uh, w- uh, we have contortionists. That's and, Alakazam. All right, Alakazam, the human knot, right? Yeah, so yeah. He,
5: um, he squeezed his body through a tennis racket. Yeah,
2: which was uh, pretty really? wild. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
5: for real. All right.
2: And then we have uh, Reggie uh, Bumouche and Danny Borneo, and we also have uh, Moilo Marquise and Dr. Carl Blasphemy, who's the host and MC of the event, uh, the Old City sh- Sideshow, is, is part of this whole thing. So it, it, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have them in a little while and say yes, hi. Yes, would you love can to watch them on our webcam as we speak uh, through WMMR.com. com? Well, it looks like they're not there. Well, right Steve, now. I
0: mean, Preston, if you're lucky, you get to see salesperson Steve Simon's walking around. Well, oh no yeah. way! So, Why are wow. you
3: in every like picture and shot? I don't. What's happening, Steve?
4: It's it is pretty account. wild. Um, <laughs> so. and there's a lot of old gothic photos. And in the back, you'll see in the mirror, there'll be Steve Simon. Yeah, seriously, uh-huh. does he do it wild. on
3: purpose? <laughs> no. He just—he was in my photo with Britney. I was like, "Get him out of here, Kathy." If you
4: watch that classic footage of Bigfoot walking away, if you let the footage run, (laughs) Steve Simons is walking the opposite
5: (laughs) way. (laughs) He's—he's got a brand new blazer that he's really proud of. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I
3: think he does it. I'm. It is brown.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, we
2: need
1: to do the bizarre file, so we're going to do that right now. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre file.
2: Brought to you by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Skiers. JFBB is open for a winter full of snow and fun. Say big when you purchase lift tickets in advance at JFBB.com. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Uh, thankfully, this has a good ending to it. You hear stories of people going missing so often, and then they find a body later on. Well, a woman with dementia, mm. who was reported missing six days ago in Northern California. Was found alive on Wednesday in a snow-covered vehicle. Yeah, The sheriff's office said in a news release at around noon, a sheriff's helicopter searching the area near the Butte Meadows spotted a vehicle matching the description of an SUV owned by Paula Beth James, 68 years old. After the pilot landed the helicopter, two officers hiked to the vehicle. They found James inside alive. She was awake and conscious, and she looked at them, and she said, I'm very cold. I hope you brought a blanket. Uh, James was last seen on January 9th at her home. Officials say she has dementia and can become disoriented. A silver, uh, silver alert had been issued for James after she was reported missing, but family members said after six days they were pretty much
4: expecting to hear the worst. Um, they... I think the, the the vehicle was white, too. Uh, it looked that way. I think I saw, I saw footage of it, and uh, it, it was sort of lost in the snow, correct? Her, her, I don't know. Her, yeah. her
2: stepdaughter, Laura, said we thought she was probably dead. She was found about 200 miles northeast of San Francisco, about 50 miles from north of her home. Her vehicle was about 150 yards off of the roadway, covered in snow, but officials did not explain how she ended up there. A vehicle designed for traveling on snow was sent to get her and transport her to uh, paramedics waiting nearby. She was taken to the hospital and was last listed stable. She does have frostbite and was severely dehydrated. She managed to stay warm by turning on her car for heat periodically, in addition to using blankets and floor mats in the SUV.
4: Very resourceful.
2: Yeah, officials said the rescue crews spent over 100 hours searching for the woman. Family members said Wednesday they were grateful for those who went above and beyond to find her. So, very happy that that turned out the way it did. All right, then you have this guy. Uh, one man in China found himself on the operating table because he decided to swallow live eels. Oh, come
5: on, man.
4: And he believed that they would help relieve his constipation. Of course they will.
5: Yeah. Take
4: two eels and call me in the morning.
2: Go in there and eat it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Go Go and I eat the poop. Only uh, for the sea creatures to tear through his intestines, causing a serious infection.
4: Hmm, uh, that man, wasn't supposed to happen.
2: The man was admitted to the Hospital of Traditional Chinese Medicine just one day after he tried the do-it-yourself approach. We're going to have a lion chew out your ass. He was complaining of uh, intense abdominal pain, and the staff recognized that his body was going into shock. Let me see, I had some low mane and I had... Uh, the milk looked a little... Spo- oh, I ate two eels. Uh, the CT scan showed the skeletons of eels in his abdomen. Abdominal cavity, and he was sent in for emergency surgery to remove them. The doctor said, We opened him up, noticed a large amount of fecal water mixed with blood. There was severe swelling, and we found two very thick swamp eels at the bottom of his abdominal cavity. Don't even ask. They also measured a two centimeter hole in his colon and another in his intestine, which required fixing. Uh, this patient was lucky to have sought medical attention when he did, as a leak into the digestive tract can cause serious infections uh, that are sometimes fatal. And at least one of the eels removed was still alive. And they took it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lonacy, Lonacy. You've heard of Clifford the Big Red Dog, but on the opposite end of the spectrum is Hulk, the small, green North Carolina pup. Yeah, he's green. So cute. A few days ago, a Canton family knew their German Shepherd was going to uh, deliver a litter of puppies, but they never expected a lime green puppy to come out. The dog was naturally named Hulk because of that. Sheena Stamey, the owner of the dog, said eventually, or said everything except for the color of Hulk was fine with the dog's litter. It was lime green, she said. He was he was super mad, so yeah, he became Hulk, according to Suzanne uh, Chia a veterinary technician. Uh, The sack inside the mother holding the dog contains uh, meconium, which can stain their coat. Meconium is an infant mammal's earliest stool inside of the uterus.
4: It's what Captain America's shield is made out of. Uh, No, that's
2: vibranium. Oh. Uh, She said, I knew it was harmful. I knew it wasn't harmful, but I still had to look it up again to make sure. It can uh, especially color white fur. The family even considered naming the puppy Gremlin or Pistachio, but as the green fades, people refer to the dog as Pikachu. Uh, Mom licks it away until I bathe it, and then I guess after a couple of weeks, it will finally fade out, Stamy had said. Uh, She said the family plans to offer the puppies up for adoption when they do come of age, but the dog is green. It's pretty wild. And I guess it does happen from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Tortillas? Don't usually stir up controversy, but here we are. A woman named Peggy from San Antonio, Texas, advertised online that she was selling homemade tortillas for $15. She included a photo of tortillas being made on a cutting board, along with what appears to be a sex toy. Uh, (laughs) In a text exchange with a prospective buyer, Peggy insists the item is a vibrating rolling
5: pin. Oh, okay.
2: As the photo went viral, Peggy kept insisting that the item in the photo is a vibrating rolling pin, which many people said does not exist. Huh. Uh, and I saw a picture of it. Looks like a dildo to
4: me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right down to the balls. Um, $15 for a tortilla?
2: Not a tortilla. I would imagine she's selling a lot of them. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but... All right, and then one last story. Most adults know what condoms are used for, but not. Uh, b- but best not to allude to that on the packaging. As far as part of its uh, HIV and Me campaign, the state of Utah offers prevention and treatment resources, including prophylactics that include creative packaging. At least that was the intent. The Salt Lake Tribune reports that Governor Gary Herbert has canceled the distribution of the condoms, which have colorful wrappers and Utah-themed slogans, such as, uh, you in sex... (laughs) Explore Utah's Caves. Yeah. And then my favorite, it's SL, UT, which stands for Salt Lake, Utah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Before the the condoms were canceled, a health department representative said it's really just to destigmatize HIV in Utah and get everybody talking about sexual health. The condoms were funded with federal grant money, and a statement from the governor's office said, in part, he does not approve of the use of sexual innuendo as part of taxpayer-funded campaign. This one says, eat my ass.
4: I don't get it. And
2: there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll ask a lesson question. We have trash and music news, and we got to meet the uh, members of the 22nd Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention that are here yeah. going on at the PA Convention Center. Tickets and information at villainarts.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I wouldn't doubt it if one of the individuals in our studio knew how to fly just by flapping their arms (laughs) somewhere I think you're probably right. Because the the abilities, the tricks, the uh, interesting things that they can do goes on and on and on. And they are going to be appearing, and you can see them. And we'll find out, uh, you know, times and all that when you can expect this stuff. But talk about a spectacle. Uh, the annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention is today through Sunday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. It's the 22nd annual. Our buddy Troy is the man that puts the whole thing together. Nothing he, he like it. He's got, you know, plenty of help, but it's, oh, yeah. it's his baby. And uh, you, like you said, there's nothing like it. Nothing. And, and it's the biggest one in the definitely in the country, maybe yeah. even in the world. Uh, so we're excited to have a number of people here this morning. First, we want to welcome the guy who's going to be on the mic, Dr. Carl Blasphemy. What's up, guys? Thanks for having us back here, man. This it's, is awesome. It's good to see you, doctor. It's uh, I'm sure you guys are excited about the show. Man, this has been a, the show we look forward to
13: every year. It's the biggest show in the world now. Yeah. You know, the most yeah. attended show. So wow. So many artists.
2: Are you Philly local, or are you, where are I'm you from? I'm actually out of Baltimore. You're out of Baltimore, yeah, okay.
13: Yeah, but Troy brought me down to Philly to hang out, so. And all I nice. almost moved here last year. I almost moved in with Troy.
2: <laughs> ah, okay. No yeah, yeah, Troy brings yeah. all of
13: his employees into one building. He's like, everybody live here. It's yeah. his own, like, commune.
4: <laughs> well, the happened. actual convention itself, whether you're uh, a tattoo aficionado, or it's, it's also a lifestyle. There's just all sorts of stuff going on. Anything that you find cool on the periphery or even the main stuff, it's all there.
13: Yeah, everybody hears the tattoo convention you think it's just tattooing going on there. No. We have some piercers there to will take yeah. care of you. Anything to accessorize your tattoo lifestyle, artwork, clothing, jewelry, it's all in one room for one weekend. And it's, it's
2: phenomenal. Wow. And uh, you brought a lot of uh, friends with you this morning. Now, the Old City Sideshow, who's with Old City Sideshow? Old show?
13: City Sideshow is Philadelphia's very own wild man and sexy man, Danny Borneo, and his sister, Reggie Boom Boucher.
2: Hey, guys. Hi, nice, how
7: are you? Nice
2: to see you. We're wonderful. So you guys are, you're, you're out of Old City, for sure, out of Philadelphia? Yeah. Originally. Originally. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. And where did you get, uh,
7: what, what, are, what are your abilities? What, what do we see you guys do? Uh, they're quite superhuman in nature. Yeah?
12: Yeah, Danny's accessorizing is out of this world.
7: On par. Yeah. I, had, I thought yeah. I saw I'm some things good. hanging from your eyes. Yeah, those might have been fish hooks. Oh, oh my geez. God, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was mixing my morning cocktail, if you will. There you go. <laughs> so. how, does, um, how does one get into that industry? Boredom. Yeah? No, it was uh, Well, you're fishing one day. I want to say <laughs> yeah, it. And there was this accident. No one in a million shot. You never believe it. Hey.
2: Now, I saw the enigma earlier. He was hammering a uh, a a nail, a spike into his nose. We're going to get to him in a second. Sure, sure. Have I seen you do that before too? Yeah. Yes, you have Every, seen both of us do that. Us seen, okay, we're so all blockheads. It's a blockhead, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's what that's called. But I think I saw you. Do you do appearances at like haunted attractions and stuff like that from time to time? I have in the
7: past. It I think I saw it was, but yeah, I've done. I've been known to do a couple. I think I've seen you do that
2: before. Ooh, was was, uh, was yeah. you know freaked out, which is what you're going for? <laughs> yeah,
7: absolutely, all the time.
2: All right, so you guys are both blockheads. What else? What about you, Reg?
12: Well, both of us pride ourselves on being able to do a full 10 in one show. So 10 different acts in at least one show. But we do everything from sword swallowing, walking on glass, fire eating, an angle grinder act where I have a bra and a pair of panties made out of metal. And I have some rods sticking out. I use an angle grinder. I shoot sparks all over the place to some music. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then uh, I light a cigarette with the sparks while it, you know, it's oh, coming that. off my nipple rods. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> Oh, my God. We're looking at there you. Go. Yeah, there and you go. And then I
7: shoved my face in my sister's crotch. Goes yeah.
10: It, right? Weird. Oh, it's really weird. then you just ruined
7: it for
4: me. Yeah. That was awesome,
5: though.
4: It's oh, my like, God. It's wild when that's the least of the stuff that you do. You yeah, your face true. in your sister's crotch. <laughs> yeah. Are there
5: any other siblings in your family, or is it just used to? We got rid of them. <laughs>
13: <laughs> I started out uh, years ago when I started with them. It was like five or six people on stage. True And they Sorry. killed everybody. They just was killed
2: everyone. Yeah. Literally. Wow. Wow. wow that's uh that's amazing. Uh are your mom and dad from the area? Uh
12: Yes.
9: Okay.
2: Yeah. And yeah. do they come out to see the show? Well, you never know.
7: Sometimes parents pass away and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, on occasion.
12: It, but... I mean, uh, yeah.
7: yeah, mom's coming out this weekend. So. Okay. And yeah. is there anything that she won't watch? Most of it. Yeah. Most of it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's coming with a
7: blindfold. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: my that's my
4: son. Yeah, yeah,
12: there's a whole lot of there. They are those are my kids. <laughs> <Okay. But> like <laughs> looking at the
7: ground. Walks
4: away. <laughs> oh, sweetie, when you stuck your head in your sister's crotch, it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> what besides performing? So
2: what what do you guys like seeing at, uh, at the at the conventions? And I this, like this one in particular. The shopping, right? Uh, there's yeah, there's so yeah, for mu- sure. there's
12: so much bizarre stuff. You know, okay. like bone combs, and then like really cool T-shirts. Yeah, but then really bizarre
7: things. Stuff you really can't find anywhere, anywhere else. Well, especially, like, Philly merch yeah, for this yeah, show. Yeah. It's our big, because yeah. both of us have since moved out of the area. Last Did year, you? there was
12: a booth with all types of gritty stuff. Any type of gritty merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. It was
2: unbelievable. there be a lot of gritty tattoos this weekend. Yes, so yeah.
4: gritty. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely true. The truth of the matter is, if you've ever gone to, like, the uh, the horror convention or Monster Main or anything mm-hmm. like that, yeah. a lot of that stuff that you see at the, at the merch tables, you're going to see here and then some, you know? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when when will you guys
2: perform? Do you know uh, times or anything like that? Or is it just Six come out? Six
12: o'clock tonight, one o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow, and seven tomorrow night, and 1.30 on Sunday.
5: Yay! They quizzed well, her earlier. God. It was God. funny. They had her on, like, uh, Facebook Live, and they were <laughs> asking her questions that so she didn't know the answers to <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right. Uh, well, nice to meet you guys. Good
2: luck. Again. To we to want meet you to meet the rest of the gang here, too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Dr. Blasphemy, who else do you want to bring over to well, the, you know what? Um,
13: the mics? We've all had Australia on the news lately with the tragedy it's going over there, yeah. and um, we have an Australian with us. Oi, 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 it's our Aussie friend, the human knot
2: contortionist Alakazam. Hey, Alakazam. How are you? Doing wonderful. How are you doing, man? Not too bad. Uh, first and foremost, sorry to hear about uh, everything that's yeah. going on. It's crazy. Right. It's, Any it's family members that are having
17: issues? Um, or? Well, they're just breathing in smoke. Not, yeah. No one's lost anything yet, but uh, we actually lost our house when I was a, a kid uh, because of bushfires. So it's mm. something that happens every year. It's not something that makes news every year. But uh, makes news this year because it's like four times as big as it's ever been.
2: Right. Yeah. All right. Now your abilities. We saw you uh, <laughs> twisting through a uh, yeah a, a tennis racket.
17: Contortionist. Like flexible. Uh, wow. Yeah.
2: He uh, can do stuff you wish your girlfriend could.
13: Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I believe it, man.
2: Uh, you ever hurt yourself doing
17: that? Uh, yeah, from time to time. Yeah. 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 Just have to you know grin and bear it. Yeah.
2: It's all for the art, right? That's it. Nice. What uh, what is your what's your, your the most difficult thing that you try to pull? Um,
17: well, one of my tricks in my show is I, I did it for you guys earlier, fitting through a squash racket, which is only uh, eight inches wide. So <laughs> it's much smaller than a tennis racket.
5: But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So
17: I fit through the squash racket and then after that, I fit through a tennis racket sideways and then a toilet seat all at the same time. That's God, amazing.
4: Oh my,
5: yeah. And then
17: I juggle a chainsaw. So. Yeah. And,
13: <laughs> and then he does his grand finale, like 25 feet in yeah. the air. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
2: Like suspension stuff? Like,
17: well, uh, no, no. He's... Okay. I, I climb up a really tall pole and I balance up there and juggle machetes. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a pretty big time finale. You know, it gets everyone watching.
4: Uh, wow. I have to imagine. So I, we have to ask, any something not quite go
17: right any time? Yeah, yeah. You know, things from time <laughs> to time. You get cuts and bruises here and there, but I haven't fallen off. You haven't so, fallen off. Uh, oh, no,
7: that's
4: that's well, that's
2: good. That's
17: an achievement.
4: That. Yeah,
2: can yeah. we see? Can we see a feat of contortionism real quick here while we have uh, you on the mic? I can
17: do something real quick. In my shoulders. All okay. Right. Oh no.
4: Oh no. I Are you like so. Riggs and Lethal Weapon? I have shoulder
2: problems. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see this. All right, he's oh, putting man. his uh, no
17: uh, no no. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, He's twisting uh, it backwards. Jesus, like The limbs are not supposed to bend that way. <laughs> Pressing that shoulder issue. Yeah, so, yeah that yeah. Uh, that didn't feel good. I, just I, I did that. not like that. No. Nobody does. Do you get entertainment out
17: of seeing people squirm a little bit? I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've definitely had people pass out in the front row before. <laughs> wow. But I don't know.
4: That's, uh, a, that's a home run. Yeah. That's, 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 how, you know, it's that's
2: what you're trying to do. It's not a good show unless
17: that
4: happens. <laughs> you know, as so people show up, what do they expect? <laughs> when, are, when
2: are your shows? Do you know offhand?
17: Yeah, I do. Uh, today I'm on at 5 o'clock. and Saturday I'm on at uh, 2 o'clock and 830 and Sunday, I'm on at 2.30.
2: Okay, excellent. We'll make sure you see uh, Alakazam. Thanks right for being on. here, We've got right. so yeah. much entertainment
13: like Alakazam yeah, in, in yeah. the Old City. Uh, Tyler Fire from the Lucky Daredevil Thrill Show will be there. He couldn't be here today. Okay. He's actually teaching children in school today. Oh, wow. Oh, wow! But Fire okay. prevention. The man who's with us every year, he's the most well-known face in sideshow and one of the better-known faces in tattooing. Yeah. Dysfunctional, family-friendly entertainment with the Enigma. The
10: Enigma! Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How you doing, man? are I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, you know, we're once again taken from the time capsule, 1840s and 1950s circus sideshows across the country and in your neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was before television, ran newspapers and all that stuff like that. So if you yeah. want to know what was going on in that farmhouse down there or the, over there, you'd see the circus because they were the one traveling around. And of course, the you know, the weird kids would go to the sideshow and yeah. see the, you know, the strange, bizarre, the unusual. And of course, you'd have the natural born wonders, you know, like our... Our royal, circus royalty here, you know, of course, Kazam, And because, uh, you know, he's a natural born wonder. And, of course, you know, then the human marvels, you know, like Old City Sideshow, uh, Marlo Marquis and myself, you know, doing the, the working acts, as you will. Okay. Um, you know, just uh, born, uh, handicapped, if you will, <laughs> natural and normal, and then you know, working our way to the freak top. I want to, I want to describe
2: to people who may not be familiar. Enigma's been on our show before, and uh, he's he's uh, tattooed uh, completely in blue uh, jigsaw puzzle pieces, yes, all over. Does this uh, spread your entire body?
10: Well, you wouldn't just paint the front of your house. <laughs> okay, there you go. So the entire body,
2: <laughs> and the reason is the jigsaw puzzle. You said this to me off air. I remember. For, I <laughs> almost got it right from last yeah. time you were here. But there's no there's no real picture to the puzzle, and that right. is because
10: the art's on the inside. The art is oh, on the inside.
2: We're looking yes. at the back yes. of the puzzle, yeah. right? Uh, but you do all kinds of interesting things as well. I mentioned of earlier
10: being a blockhead and yes. nailing stuff up your nose. Yeah, swallower by trade. You know, started out um, at 15 years old. You know, I spent most of my childhood in the backseat of a car, going back and forth to private lessons, living off comic books and casseroles and. And, uh, you know, I, piano lessons, flute lessons, singing lessons, dancing lessons, just for an appreciation of the arts, as it were. And then, okay. uh, and then going to school, exchanging dreams of boundless grandeur for realities of very little worth, Mary Shelley. And then yeah. um, <laughs> I stumbled upon Sideshow, because here is real magic, you know, because when everyone believes one thing and you show them another, the truth appears as magic. We don't, we don't do tricks, necessarily. We do stunts or feats and uh and it's not illusion at all and and uh I, I i in this new show i mean every show every year we're we're pushing the, the limits and, and and introducing new things and this year uh, we got this giant screen it's amazing we're showing all these do- weird strange videos and stuff behind our shows and uh and i have these characters you see and i know you're gonna love them uh everybody does and
13: um <laughs> this is why i bring a name radio
10: interviews he just starts talking I and know. it's done this is awesome yeah? so i got uh i mean i i had a pirate and uh and a zombie, and they, they kind of went by the wayside. But uh, Hell Billy Bill is there, and you know, straight from the great inferno itself. And he does he. I mean, it's me. It's like you know, I'm an actor. You know, it was X Files '95. You know, it was eating yeah. the fish and all that. I was so young. back You were there. on L A. Law. <laughs> oh my god! I, you know, they called me about that uh, show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. So, um, <laughs> you know, I was all on this stuff, and so I kind of want to do some acting. And I love cosplay. I don't know if you like, you know, uh, all those cosplay girls and doing the same. But oh, anyway, mm-hmm. so, I, what's I, your favorite I character? Like Betty Boop? Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> in bondage, maybe. Um, but uh, so, so, so I do the Hell Billy Bill. And I got um, the the Sith Lord. You know, cause, yes. I mean, obviously, are you playing here. Darth Ball? Classic. Oh, he's, well, he's kind of a playoff of okay uh, the uh, Emperor Darth, Okay, Darth Maul. And and of course, people want to join the dark side because they got cookies. And, uh, <laughs> and, and and then we have, of course, the wizard and the wizard's just old and he does all these crazy things Monster. But you got to see it to believe it. Every every stunts, you know, just amazing. We believe you. you yeah. bring your camera every shot's a money <laughs> shot. And um, we're doing this you know, like I said, it's one person after another after another yeah. after another. And so it's a, it's just like a daily grind, but it's just you, I mean you're you're being t- completely spoilt at this show. I, I mean, believe it. Totally. I I, no, I, this I do it's believe it. Amazing.
2: I have to ask you because you will do some things that are that are kind of uh, um, nausea inducing yes. uh, for people to see. I know you were doing earlier in the room. You were sucking a condom through your nose.
10: It's a balloon.
2: Is it a balloon? Uh, yeah.
10: We okay. uh, don't don't spoil it for the kids. <laughs> you know? yeah, a, it's a, a balloon. It's the kind of balloon <laughs> you put on your penis? If, if, if they know, if they know,
16: <laughs> it's a penis balloon. That's yeah. amazing. If,
10: if kids know what that is, then yeah. you know more about your kids than have you. Ever yeah. seen someone throw up while you're uh, performing here? Your I've rest. had some, uh, you know, uh, uh- passing out. Well, you know, that's a falling ovation. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing about <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> coiling or hurling is that it kind of it's like a chain reaction. Right. You, know? you don't and want so, that. <laughs> it's I like one it. person and another person yeah. and another person. It's like, oh, my gosh. Then you got like a dozen people. Yeah. And then, you know, here comes the mops with the pink soap stuff. That they Anyway. You know. <laughs> We've seen quite a few people. Well, I believe Right
13: it. at the end of his show, he's yeah. got this one
10: recycling yeah. act. Oh, just, no, I know. I
2: think I know what that people is. People
10: learn so much about themselves oh. through others. It's called a relationship. Pure. A lot
2: of... <laughs> okay, so the Enigma is back in uh, town. Yes. Thank you for being here, by of the course, way. Of course, of
10: course. It's good to it, see you. Yeah. Can we do one more? let
13: Certainly not least. Yes. She's the beauty that we usually see at the end of the night. She's been on tour with Jane's Addiction, the Lollapalooza tour. She's a permanent <laughs> staple on the Villain Arts tour, and she's so beautiful. Yes, she is. She does good burlesque morning. that includes cucumbers Carrots, machetes, and fire. Wow. Things going in her Mm -hmm. body. Okay. So it's good burlesque.
2: Interesting. Marlo Marquis. Yay! Yay. Welcome. How is everybody? Wonderful. Where do you hail from, Marlo?
18: I'm in Texas now, but I'm originally from New York.
2: Okay. And uh, so, you know, you'd mentioned several things that you do. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your favorite?
18: My favorite would probably be fire eating. Okay. Fire eating or suspension.
2: Oh, you do suspension as well.
18: Mm Yeah. So
2: this is, uh, for those who don't know, you're actually hung from piercings?
18: Yes, piercings in my back, in my elbows, my knees, my ribs, anywhere. Oh, my God. It doesn't (laughs) hurt. Oh, it hurts like a bitch.
7: <laughs> but you
5: She's like that. Into that.
18: Yeah. I mean, um does a boxer get back in the ring? Yeah. There you go. So, there
2: you go. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. So, does that let me ask you this? If you're going to do suspension, does um, does weight have a lot to do with that? I mean, if you're if you're a, if you're a suspension artist and all of a sudden you've put on thirty pounds, mm-hmm. is that gonna become dangerous for you?
18: Just
2: add more
4: hooks. Just, just add more. more hooks to keep yeah. you up, yeah. Surface area, right? Dispense, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, disperse the weight.
18: That weight yeah. yeah.
4: Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and when
18: <sighs> <Okay. laughs> I know
8: I just When are you been gonna
2: been hang long. it up? No. Oh! No. 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 no No, when when you decided to try that for the first time mm-hmm. Did you do you ease into that type of thing? You just you know, just suspend me a little bit. Are you asking me about suspension or anal? Just suspend.
13: We'll get to that later. Yeah, talking yeah. Too early for a minute morning.
18: there. Yeah, a little... <laughs> <laughs> Very flirty eyes. I, <laughs>
13: uh, I was getting, on getting turned on.
18: <laughs> Um, I mean, it originally it was a rite of passage culturally. Um, so, yeah, you kind of ease into it. Um, but during a show, you just kind of jump right into it. Do you it. mean
2: historically? Like uh, yeah. with Native Americans? And... Native
18: Americans. It's an Asian culture. It's really all over the world. Okay. So,
4: so um, mm-hmm. the, the, the first time I saw something like that was in a movie called The Man, the man Called Horse, a man called Horse with uh, Richard uh, yes. Harris, and he was suspended. Yes. Yeah. Wow, well, he's old.
18: Although, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I guess that shows my age, too, because I know what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, it's it's nothing like that. Um, it's a lot less dramatic right. than that, for sure. You got
4: to dip your toe into a hook, <laughs> yeah.
18: <laughs> Basically,
4: so, um, yeah. yeah. Um,
5: what's what's the biggest feat? Is it uh, is it duration? Is it um, the amount of hooks you're hung by? Uh, both.
18: I mean, honestly, just hanging your body weight mm-hmm. from such a tiny piece of skin is. Insanity. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy what the body can
4: do. It, it, it is amazing. I've, I've, you know, it's 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 impressive to watch. I it doesn't freak me out. I'm just kind of like amazed by it when mm-hmm. I see it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you obviously how you're dispersing your weight and how mm-hmm. you're hanging, and, and it's all key and critical to it. Yeah. Uh, how how far does it go back? You said
5: but, but like to. Native Americans, or oh,
8: yeah, and even of before years, that, okay,
5: absolutely. wow, wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at your tattoos. I uh, love yeah. the neck tattoos. That are going, Thank so you very I was much. wondering if they um, I don't know what it's called, but um, my my friend's wife got a tattoo. I, I want to say it's like a tattoo that evolves. Um She got like a honeycomb and mm-hmm. um, the breakfast cereal. N- no, no, <laughs> a geometric
18: uh, pattern. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
5: and so eventually, over time, the the tattoo sort of spreads under your skin. Is that what was going on with yours? I
18: well, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, this is all how it is, but I mean, in general, the science behind tattooing is pigment under the skin mm-hmm. does spread a little bit, no matter who does it, who's wearing it, it doesn't matter.
5: Right, right. Yeah. So, that, so that was sort of built in her into her design oh, was okay. that so that uh, whatever tattoo she got that day was going to expand and turn into something else. Mm-hmm. So I thought that it's was almost like the cool. back of Mad Magazine. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. 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 So like a to B. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So when are when are your shows going to be? And I'll find out from Enigma because. I- I- I didn't get that information.
18: Tonight I'll be on stage at 9 p.m., I believe, and tomorrow I think about 10.30. I'm the late-night show because I don't wear a lot of clothing. Understood. My... <laughs>
13: yeah. I was going to – I, I kind of put those two things together. I mean, the kids can still come. Yeah. It's kind of right. like milking right. cookies. Yeah. 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 I mean, my
18: butt is probably the biggest thing that
13: uh, – Oh, her I, butt is banned. Yeah. Her butt got oh, banned.
18: My, my butt is illegal in the state of Louisiana, was it? Uh, wow. I think it was in that Kentucky. Is- a little Kentucky,
13: yeah. yeah. We, why? why? Yeah,
18: um, well, you know, sometimes they have old blue laws of yeah. how much clothing you can and cannot wear. Um, so, you know, we, I was supposed to be wearing full-back underwear, which I was, but, I mean...
4: Her butt goes out the full-back underwear. you put, yeah, you put some 80. pantaloons on and hang, yeah, get so, up there and hang yourself <laughs> by your nipples. <laughs> so, like,
18: there was a cop on the side of the stage when I was done ready to arrest me because my... But just ate my underwear, and so I had to bend over and pull it out in front of him, and he almost had a heart attack.
2: But for for what you guys do, being banned somewhere is the greatest branding you could ask for. Banned in the state of Kentucky. you know what I mean.
18: Well, part of my body. Oh,
2: part of
13: my body (laughs) is banned in the state of
2: Kentucky.
18: But to one up Enigma, I actually had someone. uh, Poop
13: their pants one of those fetish guys
2: <laughs> really oh. okay all right Marlo well listen yeah. enjoy your time at the show thanks Thank for being here much. we appreciate it and then the enigma um, yes. when will your shows be
10: Do you know uh, I got a show at uh, you know the shows start at five we got uh, on Friday so you know, show opens at two. And uh, definitely you want to. Oh, here, I yeah, have schedule right? with yeah. his uh, yeah. a phone? Uh, yes, no, my show is at seven thirty on Friday, and then uh, uh, Saturday we got a uh, three o'clock and uh, make, 915. oh, and nine fifteen. You know. Um, uh, the uh, lucky uh, Daredevil, Daredevil side Tyler, show. Fire, yeah, is Tyler Fire is going to be there, too. Now, I don't know if you know this guy, but he is an amazing talker and an amazing sword swallower as well. Okay. And he does a great show. He's got all his kids and stuff with him. No, the kids are not with him this weekend. Oh, this okay. is Tyler solo. But we do have one cool. extra thing that we haven't
13: talked about that I think is very important. Okay. It happens tomorrow at 4 o'clock. All right. Or Saturday, rather, at 4 o'clock, yeah. The Mankini Contest. Oh, nice. Right. This is where we have men in Speedos, and we ejectify the hell out of mother while they're on stage <laughs> to win prizes. So I'd like to see somebody from the station down there if we could. Oh, we'll get right on that. Yeah. Just, mankini. Bring out your Mankini. <laughs> fun with <laughs> you. it was, it was, a little banana yeah. hammock, action. <laughs> <guy.
5: laughs> well, I will actually be there today. Uh, I'll be there from 4 to 6, kind of hanging out. Uh, I'm, there's going to be a sideshow that I'm involved with as well. At 5 Excellent. o'clock, I'll be fed. And uh, you'll be able to watch me eat beef jerky. Wow. The great, yeah, great yeah. Etini. Okay. Yeah. So if you <laughs> <laughs> the great Etini, that's I've seen a lot of people throw up watching me eat. Okay, uh, that's so amazing. So cool. yeah. it's it's awesome. And then afterwards, uh, uh, our good friend Bob Dodge from uh, Red Sparrow, he's going to be out there. I think I'm going to get some work done from Bob. Wow. No, you yeah. getting a tattoo. Yeah. Excellent. Just a little guy. Okay. You
13: can get a piercing too. We have Sean O'Hare
10: I there. Can't Ian Bell. I can't do
5: it. I can't. No. I can't. I
10: will. I will die. And, right, and everybody's I'm... on the list at VillainArts.com. Right? Yeah. You yeah. go to VillainArts.com, <laughs> you can get any information you need for any of our shows. Excellent. All right. Well, listen. Sounds good,
2: guys. Doctor, thanks for bringing the gang by here. We appreciate it. We thank
13: you so much. We love this morning show. And Excellent. Much success to you, my friend. Thank
2: you, guys. Yeah. Hey. The, uh, the convention is starting uh, today. And trust me, it's n- unlike anything you've ever seen before. Unless you've been there before. Then you've All seen right. it. So we're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show. Slightly different from this whole thing. (laughs) A little bit different. A little bit different. It's in the same place. But no, it's no. a little
3: bit different. Oh, is it? The, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, sorry, sorry.
2: The convention center is gigantic.
3: Yeah, it is huge. I know. Um, you know what I love about it, though? You can take the train in there. and you don't You don't have to go outside. It's so freezing. Yep. If you take the train down, you can go right from the train station into the convention center.
2: Yeah, awesome. that's all you got to do. All right, so lesson question today. Who are Oprah and Michelle Obama opening for? 215 263 wmmr That's from early this morning when we were doing the birthdays, and we mentioned it was Michelle Obama's birthday today. She and Oprah are opening for... For what band? 215-263-WMR. Let's even know the answer. We're gonna do the trash
1: while you are calling
2: in. The trash
1: business is a gold mine. 933 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning it is brought to you by Godshawls. Keep that new year's resolution with
2: bacon. When you make God turkey bacon a part of your healthy plan.
4: What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, that Oprah Winfrey interview in O Magazine revealing even more insight into her complicated relationship with boyfriend Stedman Graham. Oprah says she and Stedman are not above role-playing in the bedroom with him often pretending to be a necessary part of her life.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
4: NBC's new streaming service, The Peacock, announcing a quote, early bird launch on April 15th. NBC saying there is a good reason they decided to launch a pay streaming service on tax day. There just has to be. Hey. And finally, Christopher Tolkien, the son of the Lord of the Rings author J.R.R. J. Tolkien, has died at the age of 95. Christopher Tolkien became wealthy himself with the money he saved on Sunblock from living in his father's shadow. <laughs> And that's right. Hollywood track. <laughs>
2: all right, we shall see if we can find someone who knows the answer to this question. Who are Oprah and Michelle Obama opening for? 215 263 WMMR. Tis Ted that I go to. Ted, who are Oprah and Michelle Obama opening for?
7: Air Supply. Air uh-huh. Supply! You got it, Ted. So Hang on a view. second. I know
2: you we're right. we're going to get your information. <laughs> Ted, we are going to give you a port pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show. It is going on today, tomorrow, and I believe Sunday as well at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. You can visit phillyhomeshow.com for tickets. Let's get into music news.
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah.
8: Yeah. 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 What the f- is
2: this? All right, so Green Day. Uh, they have a video for their new song, Oh Yeah. We mentioned that the other day, yesterday, I think, uh, which arrived on... Yeah, yesterday, it says here. Yeah! Uh, the And finds the band trapped in a world where everybody's looking at their screens, and one of them ends up hitting uh, Billy Joe Armstrong with his car. Oh. Uh The clip opens with Trey Cool introducing a low-budget YouTube tutorial on how to play Oh Yeah!, which it turns out is being watched by a man in his car who accidentally hits Armstrong while pulling into a grocery store parking lot. Rather than uh, checking on Armstrong, the fan immediately starts recording a video, a theme that continues throughout the rest of the clip as everybody is watching their screens, texting, or chatting. Uh, by the way, the album comes out on uh, no, 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 February 7th. So it'll be out. Godsmack singer Sully Erna is said, A big part of my life ended. When he found out that Rush drummer, Neil Peart, had passed away, uh, he w- he said he was a tremendous influence on me. I can't even articulate how much this guy meant to me and how big of an inspiration he was and an influence on me being a musician. He was one of the everything people in my life. Erna, who started his career as a drummer, by the way, uh, said a while back, meeting Neil Peart was a highlight of his 20-plus uh, years as a recording artist. He said, being able to meet Neil couple of times, I didn't need to meet anyone else after that. As much as I love the Stephen Tylers and Joe Perrys and James Hetfields, you know, I quit school because of Rush. Really, that's all I did is mm. I studied Rush. I sat home, strapped on the headphones and played Moving Pictures and Exit Stage Left and Signals and all these great albums. He actually said he knew that Neil was sick, uh, but he kept it quiet out of respect uh, for his privacy. So... A few people didn't know. A few people knew. Man, everybody that knew kept that a secret. I think that's a testament to uh, the respect that they had for him. Yeah. Stone Temple Pilots have shared the official video for Fare The Well, the debut single from their forthcoming first-ever acoustic album, Perdida. Uh, Second song, titled Three Wishes, is out as well. The album was recorded at drummer Eric Kretz's Bomb Shelter Studio in L.A., on vintage instruments, including flute, alto sax, uh, guitaron, uh, the viola, cello, and vintage keyboards. What's a guitaron? Uh, it's like uh, if you ever see a mariachi
4: band play, yeah, and the guy
2: that's playing the really big guitar. It's got a big, thick body. It's He's like, really fat. It plays uh, like a, like bass sounds. Right, saw, uh, almost uh,
4: holds it up. The, gi- the
2: face of the. Guitar up, right a little bit. Guitar on. It's just uh, it's yeah. so big that their arms have to come way out like this when right. I play. So
5: um, I was thinking of a, a new invention of a uh, of a uh, an, an instrument, instrument earlier today. I, I would call it a ball sax, and it would be a saxophone in the shape of a ball. Do you think that could work? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think <laughs> Thank you. So. A ball
2: sax, <laughs> and just for the novelty because it sounds like yeah. Okay. Not because of a unique, interesting sound. Well, like who that.
5: knows? Maybe okay. it would uh, come up with a great sound. You're yeah, an idea, man. He's so like, yeah. they have alto yeah. sax. I just thought of a new I'm instrument an called, <laughs>
4: called the bunghole, <laughs> the which bung? is just a, a piece of paper with the word bung on it, and there's a hole in it. Okay. And you blow it through the paper. <laughs> what are you playing there? My bunghole.
5: Oh. Here, let me join in. I got a ball sax. A trailer has arrived.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole orchestra made yeah. of
5: new instruments. Do you <laughs> want to start a band?
4: Absolutely. <laughs> I'd love to fail at life. (laughs) A
2: trailer has arrived for Biography, The Nine Lines of Ozzy Osbourne, a documentary on the legendary singer, which will premiere at this spring South by Southwest Festival. Hmm. And it will celebrate, obviously, the life of Ozzy. The documentary features interviews with Sharon Jack and Kelly Osbourne, Rick Rubin, Ice-T, Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie, Corn's Jonathan Davis, and Post Malone. Ozzy and uh, Sharon and Jack are executive producers on the picture, which was directed by former The Osbournes producer R. Greg Johnson. The trailer opens with Ozzy in the present, watching an old interview he did in his past in which he says, I think there's a wild man in everybody. I'm a split personality. Ozzy Osbourne and John Osbourne are two different people. John Osbourne is talking to you now, but if you want me to be Ozzy, uh, it takes over. Uh, The 86-minute documentary includes archival footage of Ozzy's career, reaching back to his Black
4: Sabbath days. I'm going going crazy now. (sighs) (laughs) I'm a a, 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 wild man.
2: (sighs) Jimmy Page is issuing a second run of his new Sun Dragon amplifier that promises to reproduce the sound of early Led Zeppelin. The new line of amps follows last year's limited edition of 50 forensic cloned amplifiers. Uh, the amp comes on the heels of Page's iconic 1959 Dragon Fender Telecaster, released as four signature models uh, in 2019 to celebrate Led Zeppelin's 50th anniversary. And also, uh, in addition to that, um, Gibson is rolling out collaborations with Tools, Adam Jones, and Black Sabbath's Tony Iommi. Jones is working with the famous guitar maker on a recreation of his 1979 Les Paul Custom Silver Burst that he uses on stage during Tool concerts. And Iommi's 1964 SG Special, which he had nicknamed "Monkey," will be recreated in a limited edition of fifty. There'll be twenty-five right-handed and twenty-five left-handed guitars. Uh, each guitar will be packaged with a replica of Iommi's silver cross necklace with the coffin case, along with a replica of his leather touring guitar strap and a 1960s replica case so as a well. Dream, right? Monkey, oh,
11: there you You're go, Monkey. Uh, are you?
2: <laughs> Oh, he's been a dream. Mm. Have a monkey. And that boy's goal and his dream.
4: My dream growing up in Texas, my dream was to have a monkey.
11: Right in the what is this? It was his dream, his goal, to one day own a monkey back
7: in 1962. A little boy was born. Story of Whiplash. Did <laughs> I
4: didn't have the audio of him? No, we had that. I didn't uh, is that
2: really
3: what
2: it is? I, I think Casey, That's that's, yeah, that's somebody... It sounds like Perry Grip. Well, it's somebody recreating the uh, the speech that that guy gave. <laughs> Who is it? The the singer. It does sound like Perry Grip.
5: Yeah. I don't uh, know.
2: Oh, Perry. no, it says uh, writing a dog song by intern Jake. Well, that's a different oh. that's a different one. Oh. Well, are uh, you sure? Well,
5: Hold no, on. I don't know.
11: It's a mom. No, it's the okay, okay. So that's the same one. Okay. Riding the dog, it was his dream. His goal. To one day on a monkey. Back in
7: 1962, a little boy was born and his name was Wild Thing. He rodeo for 33
6: years and his dream, his goal, was to one day own a monkey. And that dream came true and his name was Whip Lash. And here they are.
7: Steve, it, was a monkey. it must have been when we had them
2: in
4: studio. Yeah. It had to be because we. So, and cause people don't a... remember. Yeah, Whiplash had a uh, an act where the the monkeys would ride the dogs, dogs <laughs> like. Oh, uh, dogs. Well, the dog was Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, and I thought he was Whiplash. No, the no, dog, he's Wild dog. Thing. He's Wild. Oh, thing. Oh, that's right. God damn it. The dog yeah.
2: was Whiplash, and I don't even know the monkey's name. Do you guys remember Arnold? Because, <laughs> I was thinking the monkey was more of the star than the dog. And the, dog, but, yeah. But the, the dog. dog, yeah, the dog, the dog. But I guess the I guess Whiplash also did stunts and things like that. Besides, he well, well the dog had the a mom- better agent. That's right.
4: <laughs> he carried the monkey everywhere. I've been carrying this act for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, interesting. Okay. That's it. That's uh, music news. <laughs> Somehow, or another we ended up with a monkey riding a dog. I wonder I,
4: when he, when he went in for a like you know, a job play. What, what exactly? What kind of what are you? What are your goals in life? Well, sure, I'd like to own a monkey. Would well, you have any salary in mind? Anything like that? Just want to own a monkey. the monkey. We're looking at the footage right now. The monkey was cute. Dude, and, I, and I think while while he's giving his speech at the
2: at the you know minor league baseball field that he was giving that speech in. There's like this patriotic music playing Yeah, America yeah. where you can own a monkey. And we just saw the monkey was giving career advice to John Belarus. I saw that. John Belarus is in the video. He was he in the studio. No, he did apparently. Stay off
4: Twitter.
5: <laughs> Stay
8: off
4: Twitter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't listen to the monkey. Um and then also Preston had a big bushy like Bob Vila beard. Did you guys see that? Well that's when I was that
2: was when I was dying it. Yeah. So it wasn't gray. It was that 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 was One day brown. I
4: always dreamed to have a big beard like <laughs> Preston. So
2: what,
4: I want you to try to the ve- for a monkey. Sorry,
2: Steve. And then <laughs> then I became allergic to uh, the the dye. I know.
3: I still want you to try the vegetable dye.
2: You want me to try that?
3: Yeah, th- I think I think that you're ex- not going to be allergic to it.
2: I've been looking for an excuse to to try that out. So maybe I will. Okay. Uh, memories, right? Yeah, memories. Dogs, beards, On monkeys, monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> Whiplash. We're gonna take a break. Uh, We desperately need to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Get ready to wrap up the show. Pierre should be in. We'll give away our Word of the Week prize. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. I'll just say be back one more time just because.
4: 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Huxley. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword local shots.
11: Huxley, Jackson's
4: Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and
5: Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
2: Hey, it's about uh, 1057. We're <laughs> We're about an hour into Pierre's show. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's
4: pretty standard. Yeah. Uh,
2: Casey, I don't know why, but that's recording. Did you do that on purpose? Probably. Uh, okay. Not on
4: purpose. <laughs> Let's just say the <clears throat> FBI has asked. Oh.
2: <laughs> uh, but it was a full boat today, so that's why uh, we went so late. Apologies. but uh, we Good th- guess. We did have uh, both Kurt Metzger and Louis J. Gomez, who are going to be at Punchline Philly tonight. And Saturday, 7.39, 45, and then Sunday, there's a 7.30 show. And they were great.
4: They were. It was awesome. To a lot have of tonight. fun, and they pair well together like cheese and wine.
2: We had our friend Brittany Taylor stop by. How about that? Brittany's from uh, Very Cavallari, and season three is Thursday nights, 9 o'clock on E. Brittany is a uh, totally off his calendar girl from 2009, and as she reminded us, Philly's hottest big boobs... She won that contest, and she's
4: proud of it. Absolutely. We, she 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 got her start with us, and now she's setting the world on fire. Yep, loved having her by. And then we had the freak show, Dr. Carl Blasphemy,
2: in with our friends from the 22nd Annual Tattoo Arts Convention, Marla Marquise, Alakazam, The Enigma, uh, The Old City Sideshow with Danny uh, Barneo and Reggie Boumouche, uh, and they are appearing there this weekend. It's the biggest in the world, and they do all kinds of crazy and uh, spectacle-inducing. Well, I mean, it's just, you, you can't help but watch.
4: Yes, and honestly, it, 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 it goes past, as we said before, just tattoos. It's yep. a lifestyle. It's yep. cool stuff. Casey will be there uh, today, so uh, we thank those guys all for being here. Pierre Robert.
2: Is in the studio. Sorry, dude, we had a gazillion guests today, so we uh, we went a little bit uh, deep on the program.
11: Gazillions come, gazillions go.
2: Yes, they do. Yeah.
11: Um, so maybe we should uh, get the letter right off the bat. Let's get the letter right off the bat.
2: Here
1: we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
2: And the Preston and Steve show is indeed brought to you today by the letter. Y is in yellow. All right, and caller number nine. We will take call number 9, nine at 215-263-WMMR, nine, and we'll see if you nine, know the secret text word nine, and whether or not you'll win. The Beatles fan over here, Pierre yep, Robert. Thank you. Hey, uh, how you doing today? Excellent. It's quite windy out. Excellent. I know, it's going
11: around. I'd like to say I'm doing excellent. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm fine. Is it still yes. crazy windy out? Because it was insane no. this morning. It, oh, really? It was last night when I was taking the garbage out. Okay. Uh, was,
4: I thought it was windier this morning when we were leaving. Yeah, it was. Uh,
11: but it's diminished now, you're saying. Well, you probably are leaving about the time I'm taking the garbage out. <laughs> it's
5: so, actually true. Uh, oh. it's,
11: it's entirely possible. It was about 2 a.m., 2.33 when I took the garbage out. So, um, and it was quite windy then. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so,
2: uh, you know what I just realized? It's 11 o'clock. He's no, i has right got we'll the it. word. It. We need to all do right. this.
1: 93.3 WMMR. Take all this cash. It's time for your shots at Easy Money. You got that magic word,
11: Pierre? You got that right, Presbo. All right, man. Here it comes. The word is ONLY, O-N-L-Y. You have only about 15 minutes to enter via text on our special texting number, 45911, or the mobile app, or the contest page, WMMR.com. Entering that way, by the way, qualifies you for a $10,000 grand prize. At the end of the contest, you get a call from Mission Control from the Beasley headquarters if you win this nationwide contest. And many Philadelphians do. And many MMR people do. Mm. All the rules at WMMR.com. We thank Meineke. And from all of us at 93.3 WMMR in Philadelphia, we wish you a wonderful day. The word is only O-N-L-Y. It's only rock and roll, but we like it. Ah,
2: um, Good well luck. Done, good luck. Good luck.
11: All right. Uh, let's
2: see if we can get a winner. It was caller number nine we're looking for, and this is John. Hi, John. Good morning.
11: Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: Love it. Anytime, Uh, man. All right. What is the uh, word of the week?
5: Party. Great
8: day in the morning.
2: You got it
5: right, John.
2: Party is correct. We are going to give you an overnight stay. Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Dinner for two and two tickets to see Mr. Aaron Lewis performing Saturday, May 30th. All right, buddy.
11: Yeah, buddy, that's awesome. Thank you so
2: much. You got it. Hang on the line. We'll get all the info. Make sure you have yourself a great weekend. Don't forget that tickets are on sale uh, now via Ticketmaster.com for information about the show and other shows at Ocean Casino Resort. Visit their new and approved website at TheOceanAC.com. Must be 21 or older. You know what else? Uh, what other tickets are on sale? Emma M- uh, Barbecue.
11: Yeah! yeah. I heard you read some of the texts that uh, people were really um, uh, already Stoke. getting great seats and yep, yes. very happy about it. Yep. Nine bands this year. Yep. Uh, we'll do a giant workforce block of MMRBQ bands in the uh, noon hour. Uh, disturbed, you know, and all the great groups. Uh, Sublime with Rome, Pretty Reckless, Royal Blood, Puddle of Mud, Crowbot, Dirty Honey, uh, The Who, H-U-Hoo, uh, Foxtrot, and The Get Down. And uh, lots and lots of fun that we're going to have on uh, May 16th. Um, and uh, have we talked about Camp Out for Hunger? Because it's getting time to get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time is flying. You know, we had a meeting on about it on
0: Wednesday. Did you really? Yeah, did. I'm not yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. yeah just, uh, you know, we, we never stopped thinking about Camp Out,
11: to be honest, and oh, so we're go. already planning for Camp Out 2020. I guess we should uh, look forward to the blood drive. Which yeah. Is, is that June, generally? <laughs> That's June. It's yeah, going to yeah, be back right. in June. And then we'll all retire. Yep. yep. All right. No, we, we have we a won't. cardboard classic to get through. Oh, God, i about that. Oh, and Spring training. right. Ready to go to spring training, Coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll also have another opportunity at 1 p.m. for 1000 bucks to be won. And tickets for that mmr by the way, I'll have in that big block uh, starting at noon. And uh, another pair of tickets for the uh, first of two Sting shows. The first one, May 1st, sold out right away. Uh, they've added a second one, which will be May 2nd, but that doesn't go on sale until next Thursday, but I got still one more, pair for that first show, so, awesome big show today.
2: Alright, thank you, Pierre, and I want to thank our sponsors, Preston Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show, also brought to you by <clears throat> Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first, and Fred Beans, 2020, their vision has never been clearer, see for yourself how Fred Beans does used better at fredbeansused.com. Let me see, next week on the show, Glorious Suns performing in our wow. studio. Nice. We're going to talk to Adam Corolla. Terry Crews is stopping by. Awesome. Which is awesome. Our buddy Rich Voss is going to be in the studio, and also comedian Amir Kay will be swinging by, too. So, those things and more are on the way. Got a gig tonight at the Trap Tavern. Come hey! and see Saint if you hey! have a chance.
11: What time are you on? Uh,
2: probably nine or nine thirty or something oh. like that. And in uh, my drum solo in the first set, I'm going to do just, just a little. You have to be a fan, a little nod to Neil Peart, so I've thrown it in there. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye bye.
5: The Greston and Steve love you, hate you line.
6: I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Next message. Hi everybody. I just wanted to wish you all a happy Friday. Have a nice one. I love you. Next, Next message. Bop it a bop a bop a bop
1: bop it a bop it a bop a dang a dang dang a dang a dong ding. Billy sis.